The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Uh, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On 106.3 with Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And the mechanical mangler at the controls. We call him Flounder. Three oh three, and here's the number if you want to join us on this Thursday afternoon. 404 741 1230. I'm just watching TV screen on Fox News. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the American. Uh, White House skank, the podium princess, little rainbow face, is now blaming Republicans again for the border situation. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, that's one of the few things we'll talk about later. We have a lot of stuff on the, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein documents and the FBI's collusion. And by the way, we're going to play for, if you don't remember this, Ricky Gervais... Uh, at the Academy Awards, and we got, uh, we'll also hear some really good comments from Vivek and uh, Donald Trump's getting in the action. We got a whole bunch of things, Church of Scientology. I, I watched a Trevor Bauer interview this morning, uh, and we'll talk about that. And also, holy crap, at sports coming up. First, Pete Davis uh, in the mountains of Megan. What's going on up there? Beautiful sunny day in the mountains. <laughs> okay, at Flounder, <laughs> they're in the darkness across. All is well the on this side of the glass. All right, well there you are. I guess we're set to go. Three oh four, again four oh four seven four one twelve thirty seven four one one two three zero. This is uh, National Trivia Day. Um, God, I remember we uh, Trivial Pursuit was a huge hit. In fact, I heard the morning guys this morning, uh, America's favorite anal crew, uh, was talking about how they still play Trivial Pursuit. I think Todd was saying that's his favorite game. It might have been Los. I don't remember. One of them was saying that's his favorite game. Plays it all the time. Still plays it all the time. Uh, and didn't you used to do that, uh, uh, Pete, with uh, uh, Wayne? Yeah. No offense. Wayne, yeah, I used to go visit Wayne when he was running his uh, Trivial. We'll play the morning crew anytime they want. Well, now, oh, oh, and by the way, I just realized, I remembered Founder sent me something, speaking of Trivial Pursuit, which would requi- require you remembering facts. And, and I, as you know, I am afflicted with that thing where the words just don't come out. I mean, they're in there, but they're just not coming out of my face. And uh, there you are. And so anyways, now, Flounder, I just, Flounder, I, I've been so worked up here that I forgot to look at this thing. Was it a text message? Oh, here it is. Uh, now I'm going to have to get my uh, goggles on here a second. Okay, this is an email from Doug, and it says the a message, the inability to pull up a common word like what happened in yesterday's show, talking about me, is called aphasia, usually associated with a head injury, but monitor it. If it gets worse, it could be something more serious. Of course, anyone still in radio at such an advanced... <clears throat> Anyone still on radio at such an advanced age? <laughs> Must be a little brain dead. Aging ain't for sissies, Kimmer. Semperfied devil dog. Dad was a World War II Marine. Uh, <laughs> from our buddy Doug. Well, oorah, Doug, and uh, Semperfied, my friend. You're a jarhead old man, uh, too. So anyway. So it's a fa- I have a Aphasia yeah. is what. Yeah, that's what Bruce Willis has. Well, I don't think I'm. And by the way, did you see the story? Uh, 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 one of them, Demi or his kid or somebody posted a picture. It might have been his daughter 
of what he looks like and how he's obviously, you know, just it's a horrible, horrible thing. And I and, and I'm not sure. Is that mean? Does that mean is, is that like um, uh, Alzheimer's where he doesn't know what's going on or, or, or do we? Uh, that's pretty much it. And, and then you have to wonder uh, if, if that may be a blessing unless they're screaming and yelling all the time. But if they have Alzheimer's and they're just walking around, they don't know anybody and they're just all, you know, like, you know, you know, really not doing anything. I wonder whether that's a blessing. So they don't know that they're suffering. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't know. I'm hoping that that that, that your mind gives you a break. I, I, I can't imagine. And I, I can't think. I mean, uh, losing physical capabilities is horrible enough, but losing your mind and coming in and out and knowing that you're coming in and out, that'd be tough. Well, if you know, I, I don't know whether you know. I, 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 that's why I say it may be a blessing that you're just kind of in a little dream world and don't know what's going on, and then you're not alive anymore. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I guess that would be a hope if, if it ever happens. <laughs> I, I don't know. And we've all known people. Uh, with Alzheimer's, and, and, and again, I also wonder why it causes people to die. In other words, if they die of Alzheimer's, is it because your your brain tell, stops telling your body to breathe or stops telling your heart to work? Yeah. I guess, huh? It stops your organs at some point. It just yeah. at some point uh, backfires on you. Well, anyway, 308. Well, thanks for joining us today here on Medical Update with the Kimmer's uh, <laughs> Tragic <laughs> History of News. I Sorry, God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, a, a lighter <laughs> note. So and we got, we'll, we'll do a lot of Jeffrey Epstein stuff here. And, and uh, in fact, we're going to play the Ricky Gervais sound. I forgot what, what year that was, and I can't find it in the document. But Ricky Gervais was uh, <laughs> doing the Oscars a few years ago. And if you, if you don't remember it or didn't hear it, you're going to hear it again. You're going to hear it a couple of times i may play it every hour just for the fun of it uh, you you just said something that's never been uttered in the history of the english language and what was that now now on a lighter note jeffrey epstein <laughs> it was at the 2020 golden globes 2020 there you are oh golden globes was that what it was? i thought it yeah was. because people if you remember people were sitting around in the tables Ah, it'll golden, do that at the Oscars. Oh yeah, Golden Globes. Okay, 2020. All right, got to make a note there. Okay, thank you, Founder. Excellent. Uh, anyway, speaking of a lighter note, I put on Facebook video this morning, and the reason people are saying, "Well, I didn't see a gun in your video," well, because I didn't stay. I didn't. You know, I wasn't planning on anything. Uh, this morning, I'm, we talked yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. That's why I bit my freaking tongue early today. It's killing me. I hate that. God, that's the worst. Anyway, <sighs> so. Uh, yesterday we talked about how I, when I reach into my bucket of sugar packs, I don't, I mean, they're just standing there. I don't arrange them. I don't touch them or anything. I, I pull my, I put my fingers in and I pull out what I'm, what I'm touching. And it's 99 on, times out of a hundred, it's four of them, which is what I use in my big mug of coffee. Four was my late brother's favorite number, Duke Snyder's number. I mean, baseball growing up, I used to get him prizes and things to Duke Snyder, called Duke Snyder. Anyway, so long story about the link with my uh, late brother and the number four. And ever since I can remember, and it just hit me because I was telling a story about pennies from heaven, the theory, uh, a couple of days ago. And son of a gun this morning, or was, I guess, was it this morning? Yeah, it was this morning. Um, I reached in the sugar pack, uh, the box, and pulled out four of them. And counted the, and, and there they were. And I'm telling you, it's just, I mean, try it. When, if you have a, a, you know, a box of just a, a packets of sugar or whatever it is, just reach your hand in and then pull out what you have and see whether it's, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. And I think it's, I think the number four is a special number. And, and I, I put the video on it uh, this morning. I, I showed what I actually came out with. And it's, I'm telling you, there's something to some of this stuff. I think, I think, maybe not. Maybe, I hope we have found out one day.
I, I, you know, it may, you know, it wouldn't it be funny if you get to, you know, and maybe I actually make it into heaven only because I was a Marine. So that's, otherwise, I'd, there's no chance. Uh, but it's in the song. We have to guard heaven's gate. So if I get after my brother says, you idiot, didn't give me before. It had nothing to do with it. You know, I don't know. Whatever. OK. All right. 310. Let's do some newsy stuff. This is good. Um, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Here we go. The document's been released. I think there's still a couple of redacted names. One who may be a link to Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage may be the woman who delayed the release of all the documents. Mar- formerly married to a child molester? Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, coming up in a second, there are several things and uh, basic revelations that kind of stand out from others, and we'll uh, link them for you, and, and we'll start listing them here. And then, you're, then we're going to, how long is the Ricky Gervais thing? I, I'm sorry, Flounder, I forgot to ask you. We just found it a few minutes ago. It is. Uh, Ricky is a minute 42. All right, I'll tell you what. Uh, we got plenty of time, well, so if you want to go long, we can go long. Okay, well, I'll mention a couple of things here, and then uh, you're going to hear from Ricky Gervais oh, from geez. the Golden Globes three years ago. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, almost uh, like 200 names or almost 200 names. Bill Clinton among them, and, of course, there was uh, an interview with a girl who was asked about the relationship between Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton. Uh, the girl said, uh, this is a testimony. Uh, one of the, I knew he had dealings with Bill Clinton. I did know, I did not know they were friends until I read the Vanity Fair article about them going to Africa together. Question, did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? He said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. Clinton's denied anything to do with anything. He's even denied being on the plane, I think, which is silly because we've seen the videos of him, you know, being hugged by Stuart Eye and stuff. Anyway, uh, so the, uh, the Clinton thing also uh, came out in the articles uh, released last night that uh, jo- uh, the Joffrey's friends, who the girls who originally sued for being abused by Ghislaine uh, uh, Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, were offered a reward to any of the Virginia's friends, uh, Virginia uh, uh, Jeffrey, any of Ger- Virginia's friends and acquaintances or family that come forward and help prove her allegations are false. The strongest claims he wrote involved the Clinton dinner and a bizarre allegation that the famed physicist Stephen Hawking participated in an underage orgy. Hawking, of course, had that uh, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. He died in 2018. But again, they said he was involved in an underage orgy and that Clinton was all over uh, it. Uh, number three, David Copperfield allegedly had dinner with a late sex offender and a few of his victims. Uh, and he was asked about um, if, if she ever met. He was asked of whether accomplice Ghislaine Maxwell ever met Copperfield. Yeah, it's part of their deposition. Someone called me from the house. This is a girl uh, testifying. Said he'd be there if he wanted to come over and have dinner and I could meet him. I arrived at the house. There was another girl there who I'd never met, but she seemed young. He did some magic tricks, and then uh, he was a friend of Epstein's. He was previously accused as the magician Copperfield, accused of assaulting a teen model in 1988. And he asked whether uh, she was aware the girls were getting paid to find other girls for him, and she didn't go into any any more specifics about that. Uh, Prince Andrew, and the incident in New York with a puppet. Deposition showed that uh, Prince Andrew groped this girl while she was sitting in his lap with a Prince Andrew puppet from the TV series on BBC, Spitting Image. She recalled meeting the British royal at his New York City mansion, Epstein. Uh, Ghislaine told me to come upstairs, have a closet, pulled out a puppet, brought it down. There was a little tag on the puppet, said Prince Andrews. I knew who he was. Um, They put the puppet on Virginia's lap. I sat on Andrew's lap, and they put the puppet's hand on her breast. Andrew put his hand on my breast, and they took the photo. Uh, other documents uh, show the uh, prince had a sexual encounter with multiple girls in an orgy. And then Epstein bragged about knowing Donald Trump, 
But Donald Trump has been cleared. You'll hear that in a second. Also, you'll also hear from Ricky Gervais uh, bringing back a fun memory calling out the Hollywood elite. A lot coming up on this 314 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder right here. God, here we go. 318. They're still singing. <clears throat> well, on this day today, <laughs> 2024, on this very day. I, we've never had that on our music list from something from today. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, Flounder, of course, our music director. On this very day today, the biggest selling val- uh, vinyl, vinyl album of 2023 by a British act was the Rolling Stones' Hackney Diamonds, released in October last year. Became the Stones' 14th number one album. Enjoyed a second week as the top of 2023's official Christmas number one album. The album, uh, first original material by the Stones since 2005, A Bigger Bang, Hackney Diamonds, reached number one in 20 countries. And features, uh, we we played this uh, a, a few weeks ago when it came out, right? This is one we were talking yes, about. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, guest contributors include Elton John, Lady Gaga Gagme, uh, Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, and former Stones bass player Bill Wyman. And, of course, today it's uh, number one again. And there you are. Uh, say birthday list. <laughs> Dave Foley. Uh, from News Radio, Dr. Ken, Kids in the Hall, and Fargo. And holy smokes. <laughs> Yowie. Yeah, I, fin- I finished watching it last night. I didn't see it coming at all. I'd surprise the crap I out didn't. of me. Uh, I finished watching it last night. Now, uh, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it here for a second uh, because I'm a huge fan of this ridiculous. And by the way, it definitely, I kind of hate seeing him and take the track of the of the thundering uh, white supremacist biblical freak uh, wife beater. You know, I just. Well, yeah, you know, here we go. But still, I, I hope it has a good ending that we can uh, justify everything. Anyway, uh, Dave Foley uh, played a uh, shifty, one-eyed. Was he her husband? I, uh, he was no, married, a lawyer. I, I know he's a lawyer, but I thought he. Was, I also got the feeling he was kind of. Well, anyway, she was his, the the bad girl mama who's in charge of the thing. Her, her puppet lawyer guy with Dave Foley. Uh, he did not have a happy ending in last night's show or the Tuesday night show. Wow. Anyway, he had Dave Foley, 61. So there you go. And on this day in history, uh, 1923, <clears throat> a murderous surprise attack by Democrats who formed the Ku Klux Klan had become known as the Rosewood Massacre. The white Democrats of the KKK stormed the Florida town, which was basically all black in population. The Democrats killed people, basically burned the whole place to the ground, including their church. Later, they would claim it was Republicans' fault for not closing the border, so Republicans should never be allowed to run for president again. It all started with the Democrats who formed the KKK. Uh, 321. All right, hold on. We're going to do Ricky Gervais. i got a couple more. we got a lot of Epstein stuff coming up. But first, to the phones, to the phones. It's Scott uh, joining the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Scott, how's it going, man? What's up? Hey, Happy New Year, Kimmer. How's it going, brother? We're doing great, man. What's up with you today? Hey, so we lost Mom back in 02. And it was from complications of Alzheimer's. You don't you don't die from it. You you forget how to swallow. You forget really? how to breathe. Oh, you boy. forget how to go to the bathroom. So you know you're talking about this crazy uh, 
Burl and uh, and the number four and everything. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, God bless mom. May she rest in peace. But um, I think I have part-timers. <laughs> part-timers. So, <laughs> you know, every time, I, every time I have a senior moment, I think of mom. Well, so, uh, you and me both, my friend. <laughs> yeah, and I, then, and, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What, what about this wench from uh, in Harvard? I mean... How can I get fired from a job and then moved to an office making nine hundred thousand yeah. plus dollars a year? Yeah. In fact, I mean the whole. And of course, now they're claiming it was all racism. And by the way, for the record, nobody pointed out that there were three college presidents, all girls, who were involved in that hearing with Congress. Two of them were not black, and they were still castigated, and they were attacked. Had nothing to do with racism. I, I don't know why anybody said, "Now wait a minute, what about the other two? They, you know, they were." Yeah, I mean, it, the whole thing is ridiculous. Uh, and and all the and by the way, and anybody else who had done that would have been fired. Uh, we all know that. And they're, they keep defending around the left as though it's some kind of right wing conspiracy. Now, well, in fact, we ha- we never played the soundbite. Flounder found a soundbite of this of this reporter or anchor person on uh, CNN or MSNBC who actually said. Well, you know, she kind of, you know, she, she, you know, she copied other people's stuff, but it wasn't really plagiarism. Well, that's plagiarism. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> well, you know, God, God bless these these poor white women because they were posing as black women. Yeah, so, <laughs> I guess. Hey, Scott, Semper Fi, man, I gotta go. You're killing me. Three twenty-three. Uh, a couple of quick things that you're gonna hear from Ricky Gervais here in a second. A couple of the other names mentioned on the Epstein list include Glenn Dubin don't know who that is, but uh, he's a billionaire. He and his private chef were involved with his business. Uh, Epstein and the other girl visited his house with a disoriented 15-year-old Swedish girl who told him the couple asked her for sex and that her passport had been taken from her. Also, the uh, limited brands founder, Tony Figueroa, former Victoria's Secret CEO, Les Wexner, Epstein accusers, uh, Joanna Schoberg and Annie Farmer involved in this. Anyway, uh, by the way, the uh, Republican Congress people are still trying to get the actual flight logs from the airplane flights to pr- prove who was actually on the cr- aircraft. Now, in case you missed it, back in 2020, three years ago, Ricky Gervais was hosting the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is sort of like the Academy Awards, although it's, it's, very, it's much more casual. They're, they're drinking cocktails, they're having dinner stuff, and everybody's talking and goofing around. Uh, but it's getting and, drunk. Yeah, and getting hammered. I mean, they're, they're definitely partying down while this is going on. Well, if you don't remember the video, I'll explain it to you. So you're going to hear Ricky Gervais here in a second, who made a lot of people in Hollywood, all those elites, extremely uncomfortable, kind of that fake nervous laughter, wondering, oh, my God, is he going to mention my name? Anyway, this is how it sounded, and you could imagine the audience getting very nervous as Ricky Gervais uh, takes them to task. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world, people from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. (laughs) He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, Surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. 
<laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> no one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win. Everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you had to make your own way here in your own plane, didn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and off. Okay? <laughs> Ricky Gervais, 2020 Golden Globes. I mean, I, I, I remember watching it, and I thought, I thank God, because that was one of the last times I ever watched anything, but then everything got way too woke, but still, uh, pretty funny. And they say, and I remember Tom Hanks looking particularly flustered or guilty, or, I mean, he was very uncomfortable. So did the president of Apple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, and again, we don't, we still, well, well, let's talk about this. In fact, 327 here with the Kimmer, Pete and Flounder. And again, our number 404-741-1230. If you want to join us for this or anything else, uh, it's always open lines here at the Kimmer program. The FG, uh, FGI, the Federal Gestapo of Investigation, run by Christopher the Cossack Ray, suspected Russian double agent who was in charge, uh, got hired by the FBI as director in uh, 2017. Well, in 2019, under his watch, FBI agents testified that after a raid on Epstein's townhouse in New York City, some evidence went missing. The agent testified during a raid of Epstein's residence, they found a safe with CDs, computer hard drives, money, jewelry, passports, said the FBI agents did not have a valid warrant to remove the evidence, so instead they photographed it. A few days later, they came back to obtain the evidence, and it was gone. Uh, people bringing up the disappearance of the evidence after the release of documents uh, yesterday. Remember, the FBI confiscated the Epstein tapes and has never returned them. According to some, like Jack Prasobiak, that guy, three days after his death, the FBI raided Epstein's private island and confiscated secretly recorded tapes supposedly of high-profile clients and underage children. These tapes have never surfaced. Questioning why from FBI Director Christopher Wray. That's what Juanita Broderick wants to write. She was a woman raped by Bill Clinton. Another, July 2019, FBI raided Jeffrey Epstein's townhouse, found a safe filled with all that stuff. We have binders of CDs with explicit photos of his underage victims and presumably his clients, too. We have not heard about that since. Epstein running a blackmail operation based on surreptitious video, evidence from the extensive surveillance setups in his various mansions. Where are the tapes? Come on, FBI. And you don't think the NSA or there's a CIA involved with, you know, foreign people like the Prince? You don't think the CIA gets involved in all that? And the national security people, intelligence agencies, all those spaghetti agencies? Give me a freaking break, man.
Uh, at 329. Uh, continuing, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, I hear music. Are we, are we, is that our break? Is it 329? You oh just said it's 329. Uh, 329. Yeah. I, well, it's time for the, ironically, have, ironically, a, it's time for the 329 break. I, I got a question here. All right, sir. Yeah. What is a, what is a spaghetti agency? Uh, I think I probably meant alphabet. <laughs> yeah. now, now I'm hungry. Why the hell did I say spaghetti? I, you know, throwing I'm letters hungry. up in here like Spaghetti Junction, you, you know, a mishmash of things. I, isn't that, I've, oh, my God, it's like a twirling up spaghetti of mishmash of, of letters and I, instead of saying, oh, my God. Uh, All right, called, I'm out of here. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night. 3.30, home. I have 3 times 29, 3.30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I you doing? Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete and Flounder, 332. Our number is 404-741-1230. I bit my freaking tongue. I ah, I haven't bitten my tongue in a, in a while. Still got to get these teeth going. I, ah, I hate that. But we uh, shall persevere. 332. Our birthday list includes a fellow you're hearing, Michael Stipe. Michael is 64, R.E.M. singer. Losing my religion, man on the moon, everybody hurts. What's the frequency, Kenneth, which Flounder was playing as our outgoing bumper song a few minutes ago. Shiny, happy people. What is it? I don't know this song. What's this song? Uh, this is uh, called Can't Get There From Here. Ah. Yeah. I some of their earlier work. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I mean, this is just, you know, I don't like it. I do. I like man on the moon, and I like... Um, Everybody hurt. Well, everybody hurts. Kind of whiny, I think. If I remember, what's the frequency, Kenneth? I love that song. You know, so I, there are a couple of their songs. I like "Man in the Moon." Lose, uh, what's the frequency? And "Losing My Religion's pretty good too. I remember that being a hit. Anyway, and uh, let's see, got a little history thing in here. I think probably. Oh, yeah, let's find a little something. And here we go. Uh, a couple of history notes. In 1999, former wrestler Jesse Ventura sworn in as the governor of Minnesota. Uh, he uh, lasted one term, four years later. Was he sued for the sex tape, or was that his girlfriend or his wife? That was a guy was banging. Wasn't a guy banging his wife on the social media site that got shut down because he sued him? Wasn't it his girlfriend or his wife or something a sex tape, and somebody had released it having sex with his girl? Who are you talking about now? Uh, uh, Jesse Ventura. Who? Jesse Ventura, the former wrestler, governor of Minnesota. Uh, was it? Was it? Remember the website? Of Hulk Hogan, maybe. Oh, I could be thinking of Hulk Hogan. All right, disregard. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a, I've got a flasia. I've got that flasionasia, whatever. I got the flunilacious <laughs> disease. It's not my fault. I'm handicapped. <laughs> Where's my sticker? I'm smart. I want a special parking place. Hey, hey by the way, that's smart. Did you did you see the car that Dave Foley was driving around in the? Yeah, a Porsche. <laughs> Porsche. Yeah, a nice Porsche. one, too. <laughs> not a bad one. Not a bad one at all. Which surprised the hell out of me in Minnesota. I mean, that's in the wintertime. Why, why would they ex- yeah. you know, put a Porsche? It must, they must have been paid a fortune to have him driving a Porsche. It should have been a, a Range Rover or a Jeep or something in Minnesota in the snow. And they have a guy in a, in a hot Porsche. Uh, they they must have been paid a lot of money to put that baby in there. Uh, I, I guess the movies are still doing that. You know, the, any advertised uh, site you see is probably paid oh, to yeah. sponsorship. Pro- uh, product placement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see on this day. Uh, that was 1999. We should uh, do it. 
We, yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, I got a little Marine Corps shirt going on here. How much? Uh, how much you get me for that? I'll sell the shirt off my back. Uh, uh, and Pete's holding up the wait, spring wait, wait. public I spring have, water. I have. No, no, Laura Lynn from Ingalls. I'm holding up the Laura Ingles. Lynn spring water. Oh, so my. good water. Well, that's wonderful spring water. Uh, and on this day in history, a quick historical note. Uh, in 2007, Nancy Pelosi becomes the first female vicious black-hearted insurrectionist who's going to hell when she dies as Speaker of the House. So that's uh, two events there in uh, later history. All right, uh, 3.36 now. The camera Pete and uh, Flounder, 404-741-1230. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Donald Trump has been, let me I just mention a couple things here. Apparently, Donald Trump has basically been cleared. And uh, some of the folks on X Twitter are reacting. Uh, Trump cleared of all wrongdoing with regards to Jeffrey Epstein. Bill Clinton cannot say the same. Uh, now that Donald Trump's been cleared of the Epstein client list, you know why they're so afraid of him winning. Here's your reminder on what Donald Trump has to say about child traffickers. Give them the death penalty. Uh, interesting take on that. And by the way, this uh, this uh, came up on, uh, I was looking at Twitter or X. Again, I'm, once a day I go in to see if I'm missing something. And here is a uh, comment from a guy named Dom. And he says, breaking exclusive, I have been sent the alleged name from a high-ranking New York State detective of the woman who feared for her life if Jeffrey Epstein's list got released and got her extension until January 22nd. John Doe 107, actually Jane Doe. This, he writes, this alleged woman has an extensive relationship with Hillary Rodham P. Sticky Fart Cabbage. Well, that's my name. Uh, and I'm getting information on the legal protection I would have if I release the name or allegation. Uh, his source is censored. I listened to censored where to stand. She is afraid of honor killings and violence due to the conservative nature of her country. Uh, she resided in blank and family says she is also of blank descent. Now, question, does Uma Abedin fit into the Epstein puzzle? Is Jane Doe 107 Uma Abedin, the other half of a French, uh, Epstein client list, married to child sex predator Anthony Weiner? Her mother is a major Muslim Brotherhood official. Hillary and Huma made a film called Frazzle Drip, where they dissected a little girl's face, wore it and had sex with her, and killed her and ate her. Another, Hillary and Bill are a couple of blanking weirdos. Don't be surprised if Bill didn't take video of himself at Epstein for Hillary to watch while she's enjoying Taco Tuesday with Uma Aberdeen. Breaking was Uma Aberdeen blackmailing Andrew Weissman the special prosecutor of the Department of Justice, and Bill Clinton from Epstein Escapades. Uh, well, maybe maybe one day we'll find she's got to prove by later this month whether she should be protected. I am sick and tired of the negative, dark, divisive, dangerous vision and behavior of people who support Donald Trump. Norman! <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, just a wretched, screaming, vicious, nasty. Everybody hated her. And the New York Times said she was going to win 92% uh, chance of winning the election the yeah. night before. Oh, my God. Oh, screaming, witchy, nasty. And she's gotten away with all of it. Yeah. Oh, I may never sleep again. Uh, by the way, speak, a quick thing on the elections. Jeffrey Epstein was interviewed and had information. He said, according to his brother, 
His younger uh, brother, Mark, I think his name is, has said uh, that Jeffrey told him, quote, if I said what I know about both candidates for the 2016 election, if I said what I know about them, they'd have to cancel the election. Mark refused to elaborate on that, but he said his brother never revealed exactly what he knew. Uh, But Clinton, of course, was a friend of Epstein dating back to 1993 when he was in the White House in his first term. Bill Clinton and Epstein visited each other over the years, including Epstein making 17 trips to the White House. And uh, Bill Clinton traveled across the world on Epstein's jet, including trips to Europe, Asia, and Africa. Uh, Taking Clinton on a a philanthropic trip to Africa was what put him under the scrutiny of the public eye. Uh, Epstein's jet, of course, dubbed the Lolita Express. Clinton's expected to be identified as John Doe 36. He is more than 50 times mentioned in the documents. Uh, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell... Uh, apparently claimed Epstein had videotapes showing Donald Trump and Clinton in compromising positions with women. But then the uh, Trump thing apparently has not been uh, 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 confirmed at all. The, uh, a former 60 Minutes producer uh, had a book that said behind the scenes of 60 Minutes that Maxwell said she didn't know where the tapes were located. Uh, no tapes have ever come to light. Uh, but uh, the girl Joffrey says she met Clinton on Epstein's private Caribbean island, Little St. James, where the sex offender committed many of his lewd and horrific crimes. Clinton has denied ever being there, and he's going to be caught on that one. 340. 404 1230 Anyway, more. What's that? Another lie. Just another yeah. lie to add to all his lies. Here we go. And, of course, the uh, White House, in fact, uh, the White House has, you know, nothing to say about any of this stuff. And, of course, it has, unfortunately, it hasn't come down. I, it's too bad Hunter Biden, you know. I can't believe that Hunter Biden wasn't somehow involved in this. I mean, it seems amazing to me, mm. especially for that period of time. Hey, uh, did you see yeah, yeah. Did you see the Biden, Biden has released his first uh, election campaign uh, commercial? Have you seen it? Uh, I have not seen it. I heard a few seconds of it. Uh, if you saw it, what's what, it like? What do you think the number one problem in America, according to the Biden administration, is you, the MAGA people, MAGA, Trump people, the yeah. Trump supporters, not everything else going on. It's you, you fellow Americans. You are the problem with America. Well, again, the other I think it might have been yesterday when they asked uh, the, the podium skank, uh, old rainbow face of Rajin Vajin Vajin, uh, the Surly Temple. Uh, they asked her about the accomplishments that the Biden people are going to be bragging about. And they're trying they're trying now to uh, they don't have anything to, to brag about the accomplishments. They're trying on the economy and that's backfiring. So the only thing they have is to go negative. The only thing they have is fear. The only thing they can do is to say, if you vote for him, we're in trouble. They can't say, look at all I've done. I mean, what, I mean, how's he going to how's he going to brag about what he's accomplished? And remember, uh, Rajin, Rajin, she's black, she's gay, she is a girl. Yeah, she actually had the balls uh, to come out and say that the the Joe uh, White trash has done more in two years than any other president did in two terms. <laughs> he had done more to screw up the country. In fact, I was thinking about this today. I heard somebody on the radio. I think it might have been the guys before us. I'm, I'm sure it was before us. And I got to thinking about all the changes in the American culture today compared to not, not even as far back as when I was a kid, but when I was a younger adult. I mean, all of a sudden, 
trannies, 50 different genders, uh, kids being in school, being trained to change their whole lives, uh, lack of parental control, complete open borders, uh, the racism, the division, the hatred. This, I mean, everything that's happened in this country is completely, it reminds me of, uh, Pete, we've done this before, when Paul Harvey said, if the devil wanted to uh, take over the world, here's how he'd do it. Stop prayers in school, stop saluting the flag, uh, stop sitting down to the family dinner, you know, I mean, just one thing after another. And you think about the culture now, everything is either is either a, a black hatred or trannies or gender problems or, you know, boys and girls sports. I mean, every, everything's upside down. We're, 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 we're heading for a collision course. And I, and I don't I mean, it's not sustainable. And you keep letting them in. They opened four more border things yesterday. I, I just it's well. Well, Democrats have lost the white vote. They can't get whites to vote for them anymore in great numbers. So their plan is to replace the white vote. That's why the borders yeah. are open. Yeah. It, is no a, it is to change our culture. In fact, founder, let's do the Vivek thing. Do you have time for the Vivek thing right here? This uh, this, this will fit in perfectly. Vivek uh, uh, Ramaswamy uh, took off on a reporter yesterday. The uh, biotech engineer was being interviewed. Uh, he told a Washington Post reporter in Iowa uh, where to go when she tried to get him to complain about uh, white supremacy or something. Here he is. You didn't say that you condemn white supremacy. I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which absolutely fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is, I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that, and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. The best way to stop discriminating based on race is to stop discriminating based on race. Well, he's, <laughs> he's insane. We all know the cure for racism is more racism. More racism. It's the other kind of the good racism, though. The makeup for the, all the bad yeah. racism, good racism. Yeah, I mean, you, the scale. you got your bad racism with the white people. You got your good racism getting back at the whitey. I mean, come on. It's got the whole balance of the racial scale thing here. Dear God. Uh, again, again, I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I like this from Vivek. Uh, I, there's no way he's going to be elected president, and I can't imagine him being vice president. But I sure like the guy. I mean, I, I like listening to him because he's quick and he's smart and he doesn't hold back. And uh, I, I just I really appreciate, uh, you know, Do you that think he could be a president. 15 years down the road? Uh, yes. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. I think, I'd think, i think I'd love to see what he wants to do next. I, I think he's going to get out. I'll, I'll bet he's going to get into public life in some way af, after this election. And then I'll bet you down the road, absolutely. I, smart as a whip, and he, he loves his country. All right, 346, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Look out. Here we go.
song now, Mr. Smarty Pants. <laughs> Waiting. I always thought this was the Stones. I'm so sorry. 349 with Led Zeppelin. And on this day of 2009, Robert Plant was voted the greatest voice in rock and roll by listeners of radio station Planet Rock 2009. Robert Plant beat out Queen's Freddie Mercury, Freeze Paul Rogers, and Deep Purple's Ian Gillen to be the top spot picker in the uh, British poll in 2009. Robert Plant. Okay, there you are. Uh, kind of a screamer to me. Sorry, I don't. That's not really singing. It's sort of uh, shrieking. Uh, let's see. Birthdays include. Oh man, did I have the hots for this girl? Oh my God, Diane Cannon. Pete, you remember Diane Cannon? Did she have cannons? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lordy. Uh, Flounder, you've probably never heard of her, have you? What's the name again? D-Y-A-N, Diane Cannon. Uh, Oh, man, she was a freaking bombshell. Uh, In Allie McBeal, she played a judge named Whipper Cone. Uh, She was the Lakers' number one fan. She's in in Willie Nelson's classic Honeysuckle Rose, Warren Beatty's 1978 classic Heaven Can Wait, 1969 classic Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. And, man, uh, Dylan is Alice. Natalie Wood is Carol. That was the other one. Between those two, honestly, those are two of my, like, top eight favorite women of all time. Uh, Robert Culp was Bob, and Elliot Gould was Ted in that movie. I can barely contain myself, this guy writes. Uh, again, this is Flounder's guy. He writes, young Elliot Gould is hot. <laughs> I don't get this guy. Anyway, Diane Cannon, you little hottie, 87 years old today. That's just not right. I'm sorry. That's just uh, freaking wrong. She was the the girl in between. You remember that movie with, uh, what was it, Walter Matthau and uh, Jack Lemmon, Out to Sea? The out, oh, I never saw. I don't. They know went out to sea, and they were butlers or something like that. And she was the girl that they both wanted. Oh, really? Oh, wow. She was a dish, oh. huh? We got breaking news here. All it's right, not then. not good news. Glennis Johns has passed away at one hundred. She was Mrs. Banks and Mary uh, Poppins, uh, among many other things. Oh, she had a, such a special look about her. She had kind of a uh, almost like a Tinkerbell fairy godmother twinkle. About her that I remember, Glennis Johns. Wow, what? And she was a hundred years old. Hundred years God. old. She died in uh, West Hollywood. She sang. She sang "Sending How the Clowns" like- and uh, and a little uh, night music. Won a Tony Award for that. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, but you remember from Mary? Pop- was it Mary Poppins or yeah, or the, yeah Mary Poppins? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. Uh, lovely lady. Uh, 352 with a Kim Repeating uh, Flounder. And now, yes, tonight will be on the TV live. Uh, haven't seen a live wedding on television since Tiny Tim and Miss Vicky on Johnny Carson back in the, what, 70s, was it? Uh, tonight, it'll be Gary Turner and Teresa Nist tying the knot on the live television special, The Golden Wedding on ABC. Yes, uh, this guy Gary courted 22 women all over 60. And he got the wrong one, man. This snake of a woman, I tell, I just never, nobody, I, she was the, bleh, laugh. Anyway, uh, they uh, did out, uh, apparently it was the night they spent together in the sodomy lounge, or whatever they call it, this special, uh, you know, heaven on earth uh, bedroom set. Yeah. 
Uh, and he says that's what changed his mind. Yeah. That's what made up his mind. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Uh, I'll bet, you know, somebody asked me whether whether uh, whether she gave it up. I guarantee you she made him give up. Give it up. <laughs> that's special Maybe thing. like that scene from the old Fargo show where, where he, she surprised yeah. the guy. And he, and yeah. <laughs> Yo, what was that? Whoa, hey. <laughs> Yo, hey. <laughs> Moon River. <laughs> anyway, old Gary said, I was married 43 years. This proves how trainable I am. Uh, we're older and wiser. Both done this before. He said, oh, and by the way, the ending, if you saw the the, the Golden Bachelor, uh, at the ending, when he actually proposed to her, he said this, quote, I came to the realization that you're not the right person for me to live with. Pause. You're the right person I can't live without. When he said that, I remember thinking, "Oh my God!" And then, and then he said, "You're the person I can't live without." And I thought, "Well, that's pretty cruel to hurt. I mean, that's really a nasty way to do it with that long pause in the middle." Well, guess what? On an appearance on a Kelly show, he said he admitted that proposal was horrible and prompted by the producers. They suggested it to be really great TV. They didn't realize it'd be horrible for Teresa. Oh, yes, they did. They knew exactly it'd be horrible for yeah. Teresa. That's what they do. It was, he said, and she said it was so mean. No, that's what they do. Again, I, ta- I saw that behind-the-scenes things about the Golden Bachelor. I mean, not Golden, but, but the Bachelor series. And they actually sign a permission slip that authorizes the producers to literally change and censor the meaning of their comments to make them the exact opposite. And the example they showed before and after was starting an argument on TV. So the people at home, oh, sorry about my tongue again. Sorry. I guess I'll have to slow down to talk a little. I'm so sorry. Just, just, just agony. Um, they showed they wanted to start a fight uh, on TV among two of the girls that going after the same guy. And in order to do it, the family, or the people at home only knew. They told they saw a woman saying, "Oh, she's such a bitch all the time. Nobody likes her. Now she's just a really rotten bitch of a person." And then they showed what she really said was saying, uh, "Well, I'm glad that there's nobody here who's really a bitch of a person. It would be the kind, of, you know, something like it was totally exactly the." opposite and they did it on purpose to stir something up because i mean it's just unbelievable to me and again so here we go tonight this is gonna be the big wedding tonight and uh let's see he got caught with a couple of things he, he claimed that he had been you know kind of lonely for several years since his wife died well a couple of months after his wife died after 42 years together or something he started hooking up dating and he hooked up with this one chick a few months after his wife died in 2017 and they dated for 10 months and then lived together for two years and then he kicked her out because she got fat and then she fell down the stairs and he said still kicked her out say well you're gonna have to get out of here because I'm not taking care of you with a broken hip. You're going to have to leave now. I mean, he's just kind of a real a-hole, it sounds like to me, to be honest with you. Uh, and the runner-up, Leslie, who should have gotten the uh, the last row, should have gotten the uh, proposal, uh, she felt blindsided. She said what he told her, he said, you know, that she would definitely get the final rose. Uh, he, uh, she was certain when she woke up that morning that would be the one. I don't respect what he did. Uh, they uh, give me a little more because I went to Costa Rica and anyway, she felt like she was used. He said, I love you too much. He said it to all of them all the time. Anyway, there's going to be a family wedding tonight, golden wedding. Uh, my son-in-law, he says, is going to be the best man, have all the family members there. His daughters will be the bridesmaids and uh, uh, this girl, uh, uh, Teresa. 
And she says, oh, my son's going to give me away. He's going to make me cry. Yeah, I'll make you. I'm going to cry myself thinking about it. Are yeah. you going to watch it? No, oh, I, I, I'll have to watch part of it. But frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm appalled by the whole thing. And of course, in my, you know, and again, uh, this is a new year and I'm, I've moved on from my mental uh, capacities of uh, hideous disaster and vengeance and hate uh, to a place in my life now, <laughs> as you can tell, where, you know, I'm going to look at it and say, oh, you yeah. know, son of a bitch, I wish I was in love and I wish I was married and I wish I had my spinal day, final days on earth in love the way I wanted to be. So I'm going to, you know, and that's my state of mind, and I'm sorry. And I'm trying to, I know, and I'm trying to, well, I'm serious. I mean, hell, I could drop tomorrow. I mean, think about it. We all could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I have a better chance than you do. (laughs) I mean, no. Anyway, I'm just saying, you know, so it's going to make me feel sad that I'm not going to, I always wanted to be part of an old, a funny old couple driving a convertible and goofing around and holding hands with your wife when you're 90 years old walking down the street. You know what I mean? I mean, and and, and so, and those dreams Mm -hmm. are forever gone. So it's kind of it'll be a sad time to so I'll watch part of it until I get too depressed and uh, you know go out and do something horrible with a gun. Hey, <laughs> if you had Netflix, you could do what I did last night and start watching the Equalizer Three, which is Equalizer Three so now. Far. Oh, is that with Denzel Washington? Yeah, I like him in the first. The yeah. first one was the best. Number two was kind of weird, but I liked them both. Uh, yeah. And number th- uh, and number three, you know, what's that based on? What's the theory on that one? He he is found himself in Sicily and he's up against the mafia. Oh boy. And they think he did something? Yeah. Or, and now, this after. is Netflix, Pete, so is it multiple episodes or is it one? No, it's a movie. Okay, it's, it's a movie. movie. Gotcha. You I'll said, so you didn't watch the whole thing? No, I, I watched about half of it. Gotcha. Uh, in fact, I should do that because my bills aren't high enough. In fact, I just got a, a thing today from Comcast. $270. He'll call it $280. $280 <laughs> oh my God. to watch TV and use You're the Internet. $280 a month. It went up $40 pays last that. month. Everybody pays it at Comcast, apparently. <laughs> So I'll go in there, and I'll go in there, and I'm going to take my bill in there. I try to go and spend some time tomorrow. Well, I don't have time to do this. What am I going to? Because you have to go in. You can't talk to anybody on the phone. And if you go on the internet, good, you know, good luck to you. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to go in there and wait in line and go to the stand at the counter, da da da. And she's going to say, "Well, we can. Uh, you're on the old plan. I, oh, I'm on the old plan. I'll be damned. Uh, the old plan that changes every freaking six months. You mean, or which old plan you're talking about here?" And then and then they'll lower it forty dollars, and two months later go right back up again, which is what they did six months ago. God, I mean, it's unbelievable. I got two hundred and eighty dollars a month to watch TV, there's, and I don't have no all the reason. channels. I don't have the I don't have the movie channel and all those hot uh, shot ones. Kimmer, yeah, you live in Alpharetta. You I can know. get every streaming and every service there is known to mankind. There's no reason you should be paying that much. I money. gotta get a woman to take care of me. That's all. <sighs> Golden plop of puke. That's how I live it. <laughs> it's four o'clock already. Thank God it's almost over. The Kimmer Pete and Flounder. <laughs> Look out. The warm air, the sounds of baseball. It's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com 
Then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. shooting. I'm Tom Graham, Fox News. Several people hospitalized after a gunman opened fire at an Iowa high school. Uh, officer first arrived within seven minutes of that activation uh, and located multiple gunshot victims. Dallas County Sheriff Adam Infante. Investigators say there is no longer a threat. The gunman dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Chaos happened as students first day back from winter break at Perry High School, about 40 miles from Des Moines. The White House claims to have evidence that Russia used ballistic missiles in its war against Ukraine. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby today. Our information indicates that the Democratic People's Republic of Korea recently provided Russia with ballistic missile launchers and several ballistic missiles. Ellie calls it a significant and concerning escalation by North Korea and their support for Russia. President Biden calling for tens of billions more in funding for Ukraine. Well, the Pentagon says it fired on Iranian proxy leader amid rising tensions with Tehran in the Middle East. Fox's Jennifer Griffin at the Pentagon. U.S. officials say this was a precision drone strike on a vehicle carrying a leader of Harakat al-Nujeba, an Iraqi Shiite military group responsible for planning attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. It's the first targeted killing of an Iranian proxy leader by U.S. forces since those forces began carrying out more than 120 instances of drone and attempted rocket strikes on U.S. bases in the region. Meanwhile, there have been 25 attacks by Iranian-backed Houthi forces in Yemen, targeting merchant vessels in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. The U.S. has shot down more than 60 Houthi drones and missiles since mid-November. The Islamic State group now claiming responsibility for two suicide bombings, the explosions killing at least 84 people, were honoring a late Iranian general who was killed in a 2020 U.S. drone strike. America is listening to Fox News. Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor, a daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. And feel the difference of Relief Factor. Sing it, Johnny. An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day. 
yeah, I love old cowboy songs. Rich, he rested as he went along his way. <laughs> Giddy up gold, little darling. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw yeah, plowing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. <laughs> Johnny Cash, oh mercy. In 2006 on this day, the house where Johnny Cash lived for 35 years was bought by BG singer Barry Gibb. It's near Nashville, went on the market in 2005, the year before he bought it, with an asking price of almost $3 million. Gibb wanted to preserve the house to honor Johnny Cash and his memory. Unfortunately, Gibb's ownership of the house was short-lived. In April of the following year, a few months later, the house burned to the ground. And uh, Barry Gibb was having the house renovated when a flammable spray sealer caused fire to break out during the renovation, and the whole thing was burned. Ayuck. Uh, quick birthday, uh, Patty Lovelace, 67. Who she would now? What, what was her claim to fame? What, didn't, was she a no famous? Uh, no, she wasn't like a famous singer. I thought she was like married to John McEnroe or somebody and a famous singer. No, that was Patty Smith. Ah, Patty Smith. From, uh, well, who's Patty Loveless? Why did I have her name on the birthday list? Her, I, I recognize I, her name, I and I thought maybe you guys would know. <laughs> she sounds like a sounds so like the, the name ch- of a singer. Isn't that the name of a singer? Now, did Flounder, where's Johnny Flounder? Cash's house go down. Uh, what's that? Did Johnny Cash's house go down in a burning ring of fire? Burn- <sighs> Country music singer Patty Loveless. Yeah, is that Mike in there? Yes, knows that, that Mike oh, just okay. confirmed that. All right, thank you, Mike. Oh. What's what, yeah? Aren't you supposed to be working? Oh, sorry, no, my teasing. <laughs> Patty Loveless is sixty-seven. <laughs> he saved me up in the parking lot that time when my battery died. If he weren't there, I'd be still screaming. I'd, I'd have shot something. I know that'd have shot up the whole damn place. I'll bet you. Anyway, on this day in nineteen fifty-four, Elvis Presley went into the Sun Records recording studio in Memphis and put down a track of songs he had done on acetate the year earlier as a birthday gift for his mother. Then later, this is 1954, records boss Sam Phillips arranged for an audition in June, and Elvis laid down the track, That's All Right, Mama, and the rest is history. Started on this day in 1954. Uh, 406, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer, Pete Davis, Flounder, right here. Uh, 404 741-1230, 741-1230. I, mean, I get off track here for a second. I, something, I'm just going to give a little uh, piece of safety advice. In fact, I remember that I, I heard about this story the other day. <clears throat> when a, a, a woman was involved in a crash... And and now there's uh, people coming out, official experts in safety and so forth. They're saying the safest place to be after a crash is in your car. A spokesman for the uh, Department of Public Safety said if there's a serious wreck and you can't move it, we don't want you to get out of your car. State law requires you to move your car if you can, like a fender bender. Uh, But once you're on the side of the road, the uh, officials say stay there. What happened was just recently, a 43-year-old woman, Melody Colburn, was killed when she was speaking to a tow truck driver loading up her car on I-20. And uh, apparently a guy was driving along and didn't see her and hit her, and she was killed. In September, Cobb County, a woman was killed trying to help another pass, uh, a driver who had been in a crash. 
Uh, Sarah Bolt, 38 years old, in Monroe, was trying to help somebody else. Uh, they say drivers, if you must get out of your vehicle, should go into the nearest safe spot like the nearby woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 drivers can't see. I, 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 I've almost hit people. I, I mean, coming hey, over a ridge hey, or something Tuesday doing night. 75. or uh, what, what, Yeah. Tuesday night, going up 575. You know, when you go around Woodstock, it's two lanes. Yeah. And you're surrounded. You got that concrete medium in the middle, and then you got stuff to the right there. It's also brick. You can't really get out. It's two lanes, and everything's come to a standstill. It took about 30 minutes to get past, and what it was was a wreck in the left lane. And there was a car ahead, and there's a car behind. The car behind was blocking the left lane, which yeah. is why everybody had to go into one lane, right? There was no lights on that car. It was pitch dark, and the people were standing around that car and the other car. <laughs> and if someone hit, didn't man. see it, bam. Yeah. All of them are dead. I've almost hit people coming over a ridge doing 70 or whatever on an interstate or a pulled over car or something. And the guy's out there trying to change his tire with his butt hanging in the uh, part of the. Oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, that's one way of putting it, uh, probably. Uh, yeah, 408 with a Kimber Feet and Flounder. 404 741 1230. I was watching. Uh, I had the news on. When I'm, when I'm doing stuff preparing at home for the show, I always have Fox News on in the on TV. And as I'm preparing and doing stuff and getting things to talk to the guys, I see Trevor Bauer popping up on Fox TV this morning. And he was being interviewed uh, about coming back from the turmoil he's been in. If you don't know who Trevor Bauer is, uh, are you going to talk about this at Holy Crap at Sports at all? No, you do. Go ahead. Uh, Well, Trevor Bauer was the uh, very famous star pitcher in Major League Baseball for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And he was outed as charged. He was uh, he was accused. Uh, I guess was originally was it a criminal charge, Pete, or a civil charge originally? I don't remember. To be honest with you, but he was charged basically with rape and, and assaulting a woman. Yeah. And then it turns out that he was involved. That he is he's not into. Uh, it, well, he's into uh, to uh, S and M. Uh, he's into rough sex. And there were, yeah. uh, as I recall, the emails he released with the girl who was accusing him of beating her up wanted him to beat her up. Uh, you know, she said, "Yeah, I like it when you rough me up." And you know, mm-hmm. you know, last time he gave me a bloody lip or something. I mean, uh, you know, you know, she likes it rough. I mean, it's not, and so does he. So you know, consenting adults. Again, we're not talking F- uh, Jeffrey Epstein stuff here. This is a grown woman. And Trevor, and she knows who Trevor Bauer is. He was a superstar, you know, athlete. So it's not yeah, like anything's a secret. Yeah, she went after his money. She yeah. went after him, and uh, so this. Anyway, so what happened was uh, because of all the publicity and this. Oh my god! And plus, he was kind of a jerk in the locker room. Nobody liked him. He had very. He wanted to do his own kind of warming up routine stuff. He was a very, a very uh, detailed about his specific needs, and he was just. You know, he was, was kind of a, a kind of a goofball and and uh, a, a loudmouth. And it was revealed this morning, I was saw in the interview, that he was bullied as a kid, had a really terrible childhood, so he, he learned how to try to stick up for himself by being more aggressive than the other guys or something. But anyway, that that's beside the point. Anyway, he had this whole legal dispute starting uh, in 2021 that he had beat up and sexually assaulted a woman. Well, he was on uh, Fox News this morning saying, I, I've grown from my mistakes. I know I've got to focus on myself. How do I get better? I've made mistakes and derailed me when it comes to baseball and my training. I didn't apply the same level of scrutiny to my personal life. Uh, I agreed to do things I shouldn't have done. I was reckless, hurt a lot of people, made things difficult for baseball, for the Dodgers, my teammates and friends. So he's saying, you know, I, I've got to address all this stuff. I'm, and he said, I'm also, I've made some changes. I am no longer having sexual relationships. 
Uh, so, he, I mean, he's doing everything he can. And by the way, when I saw him, on, he looked about 15. I, I, I didn't recognize him. Of course, without a uniform. But, I mean, he looked like a kid. I think he's 30. I think he's 30 this year. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, but he did show videotape of the day uh, that the woman apparently uh, claimed that he had beat her up. He showed videotape of her selfie. He was sleeping with a mask on, a sleeping mask, in bed. She was next to him in bed and doing a video selfie, smiling, showing her face close up, doing like little lip moves, like little kissy things, showing she had beautiful skin and young. And be- I mean, she wasn't young, like 15. She was a woman. Uh, but, you know, real pretty, kind of chubby, and it was real sweet, and she was doing kissing things. Okay, that's what it was. That's the day she there. Later on, she went to the police with a photograph of her all beat up. Scratches on her face, puffed lips, red nose, uh, uh, bruises on her cheeks. Somebody beat the crap out of her, or she did it herself. And that's when she went to the cops claiming that that was the night that, she, that he did that to her. And he says, uh, what about this videotape? So anyways, he's basically been clear. I mean, there's no, he's, apparently, I think he's now settled with her. Uh, there was, uh, it was, uh, became a civil thing. I don't think he's ever actually uh, been convicted of anything. No. Uh, at all. And so now he wants to go back to play baseball. He's playing in Japan, but he wants to come back to America. And the question is, one, is, he, is any team going to hire him? If he still has his skill in his game, he's still fairly young. But we, who now? Who's going to hire him? Maybe the Oakland A's, somebody like that. That's you know doesn't have a he's lot. He's a of skilled fans pitcher. Yeah, he's one of the best. He was one of the best. He was a huge. He was like number one. I mean, he's a young guy. He's a, a, a key ace. And, and, and now, so got, what's the problem with, yeah. you know, if, he, if he's kind of learned his lesson about working with teammates and stuff, if he's kind of straightened himself out and he's well, a straight arrow, you know the, can they forget, can an audience forget, can a baseball mm-hmm. park forgive him? Is his career the over because players, of this girl? The other players' wives will have a conniption fit if they're... They yeah, that's so him. unfair. This chick who lied about everything, apparently, wanted to be roughed up, has now ruined him forever. He was making 100, he got canceled, $100 million. A hundred million dollars gone because of this girl. I'd have killed. Oh, that's wrong to say. That's not. That's wrong. Of course, be wrong. If you're rich now and you're having sex with somebody, you have to have them sign something before they walk in the door. (sighs) Unbelievable. Uh, Really, I I just. uh, And again, you know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Church of Scientology getting sued. Donald Trump's suing to get his uh, uh, contempt of court for that jackass prosecutor. Yeah. And uh, we, breaking uh, news, too. Uh, breaking news and vacuuming your mattress? Never heard of such a thing. Coming up 414 with a Kevin Pete and Flounder. Vacuuming your mattress. What a time to do. Ah, the memories. <laughs> it's 419. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete and Falounder. And on this day in 2001, rapper Vanilla Ice spent the night in jail after ripping out some of his wife's hair. His real name is Robert Van Winkle. Vanilla Ice told the cops he pulled out some of his wife's hair to prevent her from jumping out of their truck's window. He was released the following morning from Broward County Jail in Fort Lauderdale on $3,500 bail. Vanilla Ice, 2001. He was trying to save the woman. 
Now, let's see. Oh, ding dong, ding dong. News, news, news. It's news, it's news. That's the first one. I got three. This uh, is the first. Yes. We've never had three all at one time uh, here, and you just saw one of them. Yeah. Jack Smith, the guy legally going after a Trump up in New York City yeah, and all tyrant, that, tyrant. Uh, is, says if Trump is reelected, he will use the State of the Union address to incite his supporters to kill opposing politicians. <sighs> Hey, maybe you ought to be first on the list if that comes true. How about that? Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe the man is a death witch. Maybe he wants to go down as a martyr. He wants Trump to kill him. Unbelievable. Jack Smith wants Donald Trump to murder him to go down in history as a martyr against Donald Trump. <clears throat> Sorry. That's one possible explanation. Or? Or? or. That's unbelievable. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, how reckless is that? I mean, literally, I, I've never heard of such a thing. They're desperate. They're desperate. They see the polls. How, how could... I mean, my God, he actually said that Donald, if when Donald Trump wins, he will use the... Uh, the yeah, so imagine when Trump wins, the half the country is going to think he's going to kill people, so the violence is just going to increase. Because, the, And we're going to talk about this in just a... In fact, we'll talk about it right now. This uh, shooter up in uh, Perry High School in Iowa, yeah. he fortunately didn't kill anybody, but yeah. he wounded a few people there. His name is Dylan Butler. And once again, here's a shock. He's a tranny. Oh, I'll he's be a non binary. Oh, ah. He's an activist. And oh. he's been told by the media every day that he's part of a genocide where we're all out to kill him. So it's okay for him to kill others. Yeah, and he is a yeah. him. His isn't name that is kind Dylan of, Butler. Isn't that backwards? That's like the girl who wanted to be a boy. And so she started killing children and adults because she was afraid that they were going to kill. I mean, this whole genocide thing. So now they're killing people to, in case yeah. we do have a genocide thing. Where does this even start? This is a, this whole thing is ridiculous they think there's a genocide because the media is telling them that every day oh someone's gosh. being taken out back and shot and uh, by the way this adds uh, the guy the iowa guy the colorado spring shooter the nashville killer yeah. all trannies all yeah. freaks all trying to kill yeah. people and by the way speaking of that of training people uh, training trannies and uh, alphabet people that they're on the outs uh, the people reacting to the harvard president girl among other things they're saying it's a right-wing conspiracy uh, over diversity over the, the, because of their hatred for yeah. trannies and things like that, that they're trying to get rid of all the things in college that help the trannies. I mean, once again, everywhere you turn, there's some kind of a of a, of a theory that people are out to get trannies, turning them these psychopaths into murderers. God. Yeah, they're already the screwed up to, mentally. The one who uh, said he was going to murder me, a tranny, said uh, because uh, yeah. because people like me don't believe in humanity of trans people or something, which is nonsense. Uh, and so he was going to kill, come to kill me. Uh, that night, who's going to? They're uh, obviously, they're already mentally unstable, and here they're going to try and push them over the edge by saying we're out to kill them. No one's out to kill you. No one cares enough for that crap. And by the way, the third breaking news: New York City Mayor Eric Adams is now suing bus companies for enriching the city with diversity from the <laughs> Texas border. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, this is this is so <laughs> hypocritical. These are the very people who said we're going to rub your face in it, you Republicans, because we're going to take yeah. all the little brown people that you don't want because you're a bunch of racists. So we're going to show you. We're going everybody in favor of allowing all the brown people to be your sanctuary city. Raise your hand. It was unanimous. Oh, we love all the people coming in. We'll give you sanctuary against those evil Republicans.
Americans. And guess what? As soon as they show up, remember, was it 82 Venezuelans showed up in, in uh, Martha's Vineyard or something? They couldn't, they couldn't handle it. <laughs> we put them on an army base. I mean, my God, you freaking phonies. And you New Yorkers, oh, we can't take all those people. How do you think Texas feels with millions of them? Oh, it's just, it's unbelievable. And then you blame Republicans for not coming up with the money to secure the border. They don't, they're not going to secure the border. They're going to use more people to help them get in. Oh, imagine, man. imagine if it was Republican governor or mayor, like in Chicago, New York, that recently called these immigrants missiles <laughs> and uh, what was the other? A virus. A virus. They called yeah. them a virus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just. It's hard to believe. By the way, there's another Jack Smith story, too, uh, just broken on Fox News. A prosecutor in Jack Smith's team discouraged the FBI from pursuing an investigation into the Clinton Foundation in 2016 because of their so-called evidence it was a little iffy, despite all kinds of SARs. Remember that letter? A combination suspicious activity reports from banks. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in foreign transactions actions, and Ray Holzer, the former chief of the DOJ's public integrity section, was on Jack Smith's team, now currently investigating Donald Trump, was the guy who declined prosecution of the Clinton Foundation, according to John Durham's report. Uh, three different field offices, New York, Washington, and Little Rock, opened investigations into criminal activity involving the Clinton Foundation, and the FBI case, uh, intelligence doc, da, 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 uh, engaged a federal official in a flow of benefits Scheme, namely a monetary contributions made to a nonprofit for direct and indirect control of public officials, and, and they said the FBI, no, we don't want you to investigate that. That's you know that's the Clintons. <laughs> we can't we can't have you investigating that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jack Smith's office once again. I'm telling you, we're going to get right to the phone call here with Swatoon. But first of all, we yeah, uh, Pete, uh, mark that down, and re and we'll do it every hour. We have to. Everybody must know Jack Smith just warned America that if Donald Trump is elected president, he's going to use his bully pulpit to kill Americans. He's going to try to turn Americans against other Americans and kill them. That's what Jack Smith says about Donald Trump. How is that possible that he is not censored right now and taken off the the case right this second? How is there no some, there's got to be some Supreme Court justice or a, <coughs> a special master or somebody to say this no. is just wrong? No. Cameron, the adults have left the building. There are no adults in charge anymore. It's this is children. the special prosecutor saying that Donald Trump's going to have people killed and he's going to use the podium on, on his inauguration day to do it? That's the most brain-damaged, reckless comment I think I've ever heard from a public well, official. The, but it's the Democrats. They only care about their party. They don't care what damage they do to the country because they hate the country. They hate everything about this country. It's all about power. They're Marxists. Oh they're God. no longer Democrats. It's all about the party and power. Well, I guess pretty soon they're going to have the campaign ads going to say, remember, if you vote for Donald Trump, he's going to kill you. Vote instead for Joe White Trash, <laughs> the head of the criminal family, the worst scandalous criminal crime family in American political history, without a question. 327. Swat Toom's on the line. Hey. Plagiarist. Yeah. Uh, Swat Toom, you're on the radio, man. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, 
Okay, man. Hey, Kimber, don't worry about it. If the civil war breaks up in America, remember, over 70% Democrats, they said they will leave the country. They will not fight. <laughs> that, that's so, a great sign. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it won't be long. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm calling about your uh, Wakimi Madrats part that you said earlier. My, I'm sorry, my uh, what? Vacuuming the madras, the bed. Oh, mat- yeah, vacuuming the mattress. I've never heard of such a yeah. thing. Do you ma- vacuum your mattress? But you don't do it like you you, you don't open up and just roll it on top of it. You just take the hose and you suck it up. I have two toddlers, and I have to do that on a daily basis. You, you Wait a minute. What? Okay, I'm missing part. My, my ear rockets are not working. You do something twice and it involves a, a, a vacuuming your, your mattress? I I, I, I I have toddlers. Toddlers. They, oh, I got you. Yeah, they that... stick the food in, <laughs> and they, there's food all over the bed. Yeah, no eating uh, in bed. I, yeah, there you go. Said the mama bear and yeah, mama I'm kangaroo. Trying to, to, to explain that to toddlers. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. Uh, 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 one year ago, my three-year-old who was hitting that growth sperm, so he was he, he ate like seven chicken nuggets, <laughs> uh, bowl of the uh, mac and cheese. Uh, and some of the uh, meat pie that Bosnians make. <laughs> and then at 2, 2 a.m. he woke up and he went into the kitchen. He found a uh, bag of the Starburst that was about one pound, and he ate that stuff. Oof, and man. then about 4 a.m. he started throwing up. Oh, boy. <laughs> now try to clean the Starbucks out of your mattress. With, uh, you know, I try everything I could. The Technicolor and, yawn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was well, it's, not just, it's not that. You lay on it and you're like, oh, it smells nicely fruity. And then suddenly that throw up hits you right in your oh, brain. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Quantum. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Right there. No, no, I just, uh, I'm getting a whole memory now. The whole family. All right. I got to go. You're killing <laughs> Already, no more barfing stories for the rest of the week. <laughs> oh my God! Oh mercy! Uh, by the way, Donald Trump has filed a motion calling for Jack Smith to be held in contempt of court because of things like what we just talked about. He's still going after Trump, even though it's supposed to be a stay until after the courts rule whether he has any right to take him to trial anyway. And he's violating the court order. In fact, Trump says. Trump said, this is just the kind of blank I've been talking about. And <laughs> now we're done. Uh, it's coming up on 4.30 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. 404-741-1230 if you'd like to join us. And it's always a pleasure on our part. Look out. Everybody, it's such a new Democratic platform. If Trump wins, he's going to kill all his enemies. Okay, 434. I don't know this at all. We'll play a little song here if I'm... This is uh, Thin Lizzy. Is that the Thin Lizzy? Thin or thin? Thin. Thin, right? thin Lizzy. Yep. Uh, Nineteen. Thin. I'm sorry. Thin. That's like not not uh, fat, but thin. Thin Lizzy, as opposed to Tin Lizzy, which was an automobile. Yeah. Uh, 1986. Phil Lynott, the Irish singer, songwriter, and bass player of Thin Lizzy, died of heart failure and uh, pneumonia after he was in a coma for eight days after a drug overdose. Holy cow. With Thin Lizzy, he had the 1973 hit Whiskey in the Jar. 
Uh, hits with the boys are back in town. Jailbreak, waiting for an alibi. Their album in 78, Live and Dangerous, was on the U.K. chart for 62 weeks. Lenat fronted several bands as a lead vocalist, including Skid Row, along with Gary Moore. There's a life-size bronze statue of Phil Lenat unveiled on Harry Street in Dublin. He died in 1986. Uh, uh, let's see, quick birthday list. A little country, little hottie, a uh, little tiny little chick named Deanna Carter, who goes barefoot in concert, is 58 today. It mentions that here in the <laughs> thing. And I, I pop up on my phone. There's actually a website. that I, I'm, I've opened my phone, and I start, you know, scrolling up to see what's on my Facebook page and stuff. And bing, bang, boom. Uh... Uh, singers who go barefoot in concert. It's, I mean, there's a whole uh, a series of websites on this. I mean, it's the damnedest thing you ever saw. All right, anyway. Uh, let's see. I understand history. Uh, by the way, I have a long one coming up later, which you'll hate. 1964, the Boston Strangler. <laughs> That's what she said. Albert. Dest- <laughs> yeah, coming up later, you're going to get something you're going to hate, honey. That's right. Uh, 1964, the Boston Strangler. Albert, that's always my advice, by the way, is to call your wife, you know, late in the afternoon or something. Tell her what you're going to do later. (laughs) Uh, 1964, he says from the incel single man. Uh, 1964, the Boston Strangler Albert DeSalvo raped and choked his last victim to death. Her name was Mary Sullivan, raped and strangled in her apartment. DeSalvo raped and killed 13 women and terrorized Boston for a couple of years in the mid-1960s. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, 404-741-1230. Guess where Bill Clinton is. Uh, where's Bill Clinton? Probably at uh, Herpes Island with, uh, I don't know, where's where would he be? Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> How convenient for him. Yeah, what's he doing in Mexico, I wonder? Going to, going to the green doors uh, in Tijuana. In case, <laughs> in case something really bad came down yesterday, he's out of the country. Well, he can't get you now. Uh, I guess he could probably turn him over. By the way, speaking of, of uh, did you just mention Houston? I heard the, I heard the word no. Houston. I just got a message from uh, my uh, family that somebody has given tickets to the national championship college football game uh, with Michigan because to a Dan and my grandson Brady. And they're they're getting oh, tickets, and they're going nice. to go out to uh, and watch the fight. I guess it's in Houston at the uh, Astrodome or whatever. Yeah, that's that's the bad part of that free tickets. Yeah, why unfortunately, would they, it's in Houston. Yeah, why would they have it in Houston? Has, have they ever had the final uh, the final championship game in Houston? Money. Oh, that's Uber Bowls there. They got that stadium. That's a nice stadium, and they put on a good party there. But still, yeah, Houston. Houston. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, four thirty-eight with a uh, clock here, and, and um, I, I mentioned the uh, Donald Trump kind of trying to get Jack Smith held in contempt of court. Uh, by the way, speaking of Donald Trump, let's play that soundbite. Um, uh, Trump uh, uh, basically has been cleared from any shenanigans with the uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, Lolita airline business. And uh, there's no proof that he'd had anything to do with anything. In fact, some of the girls who were interviewed and deposed in court uh, were asked about Donald Trump. And he said, no, we never gave him massages. He had nothing to do with anything. So I I think he's probably pretty much going to get a clear run about this, as opposed to Bill Clinton. Uh, who is going to be getting uh, getting caught in a lie here pretty quick, it looks like. Uh, but Donald Trump, uh, they, they're still going after him, and they have for years. Uh, back in 2020 with NBC News' Savannah Guthrie, a, a town hall event, 
Uh, they peppered Donald Trump with a, bu- a bunch of more inscrutable and contentious claims. Uh, one was about wearing masks with a pandemic, and then they talked about uh, white supremacy and QAnon stuff. And here's little Donald Trump trying to read, the, the again, the, uh, how the liberal reporters are going after Donald Trump. This, again, was in 2020. I flounder, if you would, sir. Let me ask you about QAnon. It is this theory that... Uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true and disavow QAnon in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing (laughs) about it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard. But I know nothing they about it. They believe it, it is if a satanic like cult run by the deep state. The subject, I'll tell you what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with it. there's not a strongly. satanic uh, pedophile I have cult no run idea. I know nothing about that. You don't know that? that? Okay. No, I don't know you that. You just neither, this neither week. do you know that. Okay. Just <laughs> Neither do you know that. Gee, what a bitch. And then the New York Times, of course, says, well, Trump expresses ignorance about the bounds of QAnon theory that the president of the United States should assert that he's unfamiliar with a bizarre theory that has tens of hundreds of thousands of adherents that has been described as dangerous by federal law enforcement and that centers on the administration suggests either that he's stunningly uninformed or simply not telling the truth. Guthrie's summary of the theory is fair and common. It's impossible to think that Trump's never been presented with it before <laughs> fighting pedophilia he's familiar with it the new york times get it stone him drown him oh, geez. i mean you know she, honestly, instead of being a journalist and asking a question yeah. she basically laid out word for word the catechism she wanted him to repeat yeah. you must repeat what i just said right. you yeah. must repeat it she wasn't asking a question she was making him recite something that she believes is true she was arguing and advocating she wasn't questioning a, yes. a, a subject of an interview at all again that that's what's happened to the first amendment the, the freedom of the press is gone i mean it's dead there's still pockets of it, I'm sure, but this is nonsense. What's going on in America these days? It's just I've ne- I've never seen anything like it. It's, I mean, it wasn't and that by long the way, ago. They, they are as the Democratic Party is a satanic pedophile activity, which is my belief. Well, I can have a belief, right? Uh, yes, you can, and I don't think you're probably far off. If there's any a ring going, I guarantee it's not run by conservatives. Uh, well. I mean, who knows? And the whole thing makes me sick. And again, if you just if you just joined us, <coughs> Pete mentioned a story, and I don't know, was that a Daily Mail thing? The Daily Mail from Britain has much better breaking news stories in America than we do for some reason. Uh, but uh, Pete had the story that Jack Smith, that special prosecutor going after Donald Trump, says that if Donald Trump is elected president again, that he will use his bully pulpit at the podium on the inauguration day during his speech to call for Americans to kill other Americans. He will have a speech well, so strong that, that, that he will have Amer- his followers wanting to kill, other, uh, kill his uh, opponents, his other uh, uh, politicians. Right. Yes. Uh, that, which is the most reckless, irresponsible comment by a public official, especially involved in the guy he's prosecuting. I mean, how how could anyone stand for this? Question, is he maybe just doing the same thing that Trump's doing? 
What do you mean? Because when you know when Trump leaves the court, he goes out and talks oh, to it, the press and says things. Do you think kind of he's trying to play well, a Trump card in a sense? Oh, I, I, well, yeah, absolutely. But 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 again, but this is way beyond the he's boundaries the because he's I, the prosecutor. Yeah, this you you can't go around saying. Oh, by the way, if you you know if I don't get this guy and you let him win the presidency, he's going to have all these people killed. I mean, holy smokes! Talk about poisoning the jury. <laughs> Have you ever heard anyone say anything like that before ever in your life? No. Politi never. A, a political and, candidate. I've never heard anybody say that about a presidential candidate, a former president of the United States elected by most of the country. I've never heard anybody panic like that and say something like you said. That's something that incites violence, what he just said. Yeah. He's asking for it. And I, t and I tell you, I, I mean, they're asking for it. I mean, well, maybe that's what they want. They want something so they can turn the military against us. Oh, man. I, 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 but honestly, I, I can't believe that there hasn't been some reaction from somebody in the administration or higher up or something. I guess it's part of their campaign theory. Again, that first uh, the first ad that uh, President uh, Joe Whitetrash has come out with is not bragging about his accomplishments. It's warning against uh, people who vote for Donald Trump. It's warning that America's being taken over, going to ruin the democracy if Donald Trump comes back to power. It's not what he's done. This, you know, he should be able to tell you, Here's the, here are the things I've done to why America's better off today than it was four years ago. Remember, was it Reagan first said that? So whoever it was was brilliant, saying, are you better off today than you were four yeah. years ago? And if you aren't, then ask yourself, how come? What are the policies? What's been going on that makes it that way? And if you are better off, why are you better off? And when you figure it out, you're going to say, well, gee, that's the guy I want in power. Well, are you better off today than you were four years ago in any aspect? Oh, wait a minute. I think some of the uh, diabetes drugs might be a lower cost. He said, uh, so Reagan said that in a debate against Jimmy Carter in there, 1980. There you go. Ronald Reagan. Again, that was 44 years ago. Holy smokes. So not that long ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a 446 with a Kirapete and Flounder and our mystery comedian. <laughs> I can see those big glasses right now. Sitting there at the piano. 450 here with a Kirapete and Flounder. How's it going? Good to have you aboard. 404-741-1230 is the number with Elton John. And it was on this day, 1975. Elton started a two-week run at number one with his version of the Beatles, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. His third number one hit featuring John Lennon on guitar. And it wasn't Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds uh, on John Lennon's little boy at the time and a little girl he had in school with him. And he, uh, didn't you write a, let, a poem about her or a, no. a picture about her? What? No. What? It was about LSD. He lied about that, I think. Well, no. Well, now that... Well, I think they sang LSD, Lucy's Guy Would Die. I think that's what they were talking. It's like, it's like uh, uh, Puff the Magic Dragon. You know, it's not exactly about a dragon, I think, probably. Uh, but but it wasn't it true that his little son, back to little Junior, uh, who's now an actual singer guy, uh, was uh, talking about his little girl in school, and he was drawing pictures uh, with little stars above her, and her name was Lucy, and uh, and, and and Daddy sure. uh, uh, sure. saw it. Uh, that's not it. I swear to God, that's it. John Lennon's sure. little boy. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Beatles Beatles never smoked marijuana with Bob Dylan either. Uh, no, I think that's probably... You believe that. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, five to 452. And on this day in history, 
Amid the frenzy of invention and a stu- this is the reason, ladies and gentlemen, why you know that Kimmer has a certain proclivity to attack a certain member of historical fame uh, for various things in his history, and this is why. Thomas Edison launched what became known as the War of Currents. In 1903, a ferocious campaign against the use of alternating current, AC, a system of electricity distribution perfected by the inventor's one-time employee, Nikola Tesla, and backed by George Westinghouse. It threatened to make obsolete Edison's own direct current system empowering American homes and industry. Money and prestige at stake. Contrary to his folksy image, the famed inventor Edison was absolutely ruthless in his efforts to discredit the rival system of alternating current. He sought to portray it as being just as lethal as lightning. To that end, Edison's associates staged a number of unsavory public spectacles in which dogs and other animals were electrocuted using the dreaded rival current. The war reached its grotesque climate in a climax in, ni- in 1890 when Edison used his considerable influence to ensure the convicted axe murderer William Kernler would be executed by the newfangled electric chair. Of course, alternating current would be used to demonstrate just how dreadful it could be. Edison, in fact, coined the term for death by electric chair as being Westinghoused hoping it would uh, enter the national vernacular, but it did not. By the beginning of 1903, the war occurrence was all but lost as Edison's DC system was rapidly eclipsed. Still, the ever-inventive wizard conjured one last stunt to prove the world that alternating current would be the space of the bane of mankind. A misbehaving circus elephant named Torpy. I'm sorry, that's Topsy. I can't read my thinking thing with a thing there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my tongue hurts and it's making me in a very bad mood. <laughs> Elephant named Toppy, Topsy had killed three of her handlers, one of them after he put a lit cigarette in her mouth. Well, duh. Anyway, such aggression could no longer be tolerated, and it was decided that Topsy would have to die for her crimes. The plan was to publicly hang her on Coney Island. But when the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals objected, Edison said, well, hell, we'll just Westinghouse her. And on the appointed day, January 4, 1903, what the New York Times described as a rather inglorious affair, the homicidal pachyderm was felled in front of a huge crowd of uh, people by 6,600-volt AC charge. Edison, who had staged the whole sordid episode, captured it all with one of the greatest inventions, the motion picture camera. A twofer for Thomas Edison. 454 with the Kimmer Pete and oh. And that's why I attacked on the uh, the tranny freak. Oh, the guy who killed people was it Iowa? The latest on the tranny freak in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, he killed a sixth grader. He injured four other students. He injured the principal. Thank God the freak blew his own brains out afterwards for, you know, put us all out of his misery. But yeah, he killed somebody because he's mentally unstable, so he has to take other people out too. Just take yourselves out. If, if, look, if you're that mentally unstable, don't kill little children. Just put the gun in your mouth and. and, and, and uh, well, if you're that unhappy, if you, you don't do want to live, why, you know, then then what? I mean, it's you know, it's your own code. If you uh, believe it's okay to kill I mean, yourself, they're going after children. I'm so tired of hearing it. Yeah, 
I, I really don't give a damn about him anymore. I'm sorry that you're mentally unwell, but quit taking the children with you. I, at this point, I don't care about you anymore. Just end it. Just take us, take us all out of your misery. You know, it, it is rather uh, tragically ironic that the phrase transphobia is a bunch of crap because most Americans, uh, phobia means fear. Most Americans are, uh, well, until today and a couple of other times. But basically, if you said, well, you're just transphobia, you've got transphobia. I'm not afraid of tra- people being a tranny. We have friends. Well, uh, Pete and I were just talking talking about a good friend of ours or people of hers we know who's a tranny and, and, and you know i mean he came out very late in life i know i got worked with a guy years ago who's now a girl you know i mean so it happens that doesn't mean i devalue his humanity i feel sorry for him i'd hate to have to live your life in the body of someone that you don't think you belong to so but that's your own problem and i feel bad for yeah. you but i i don't hate you because of it I, but i don't want you to try to change someone else's child to make it so that you feel better about your own self i mean that's a whole different thing that's where but yeah. again but again you know the phrase uh, transphobia was a bunch of crap nobody was afraid of somebody being a tranny if you didn't want to see a guy in a dress with a beard then you know it doesn't mean you're afraid of him it just means you didn't want to hang around with them. But now we're beginning to be a little afraid of trannies. If you're going to start killing children and killing adults too, because you, you're upset with your own self. I mean, my God, <laughs> this is uh, ridiculous. I was the same way as you were. Uh, you know, I, I was willing to live and let live, but now they're trying to basically keep kids from ever having kids of their own, both girls and boys, by chopping off their parts, and they're advocating for that, and then you got at least three of these freaks have gone in and killed children now. That's... I don't give a damn about any of them no. anymore. No, I, it's... it's. Uh, I mean, here we go. And, what, and again, it's only because of the leftists who are demanding diversity and inclusion for America in every place, including starting with our elementary schools. And if it hadn't been this demand to start saying, oh, now, wait a minute, there's, no, there's not just two genders. How could anyone have ever argued that in history ever until recently, until fairly recently, that there are now 80 genders? You can identify as a cat. I mean, it's, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And now this, and now this is what's dividing people and turning people against each other to show the hate. And now, and now the trannies are reacting with a bubbling hatred. That's funny you mentioned that because there's a woman that's gone viral who says she's mad. I forget where this was. Somewhere in America, I think. She's mad at the school system because they're not kowtowing to her little boy. Her little boy identifies as a cat. And she says they're not educating him. And, and as someone pointed out, if you're going to be a cat, well, how much education do you need? <laughs> right. And who was it who said, wasn't it a comedian or a singer? Somebody said, well, if you identify as a cat, then they ought to start putting cat boxes in the ladies' rooms at high schools or something. And got totally doxed for it. They, got cre- they came after him like crazy. And he said, I'm serious. If you, if you identify as a cat, then, you know, then, then maybe the school should provide you with a cat box. I mean, if you really, if you want to go around acting like a cat, you know, then, you know, pull it off. But then you don't, I mean, otherwise it's a bunch of crap. You're just messing with people. Oh, God. I mean, where does this all come from? Uh, 459. Uh, Church of Scientology being sued again. Calling it, uh, people are calling it a criminal enterprise. Schemes, criminal in nature, fraud, human trafficking, identity theft, money laundering to fill its coffers and enrich its leadership. Uh, stars uh, like Danny Masterson are allowed to get away with rape until finally a jury caught him. Mafia-like racketeering. 
allowing abusers to continue. Undisputed, unquestionable leader of a criminal enterprise is the chairman of the board. He won't let you use a phone that's capable of dialing 911. If you make a phone call with Scientology meetings, it's a code showing who's calling, where you're calling, and what you're talking about. Anyway, coming up more. Almost 5 o'clock. Holy crap, sports coming up, too, with the Kira Pete and Flounder. Look out. Here we go. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. It's the Gimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder on your Thursday. And it's Jeffrey Epstein Day, that's for sure. A lot going on today and uh, and of the Bill Clinton business and Donald Trump. A lot of political stuff. Holy crap, of sports. We haven't done a comedy bit. Let's do a comedy bit. In the next four minutes, I'll set the stage here and then we have to do a Flounder. We have a Flounder's Funny ready to go or something? Yeah, we, absolutely. Of course we do. Uh, it's National Trivia Day. And oh, oh, and luckily, I, I know you're so concerned about this. I finally got a uh, an ear rocket appointment. I only have to wait another week to be able to <clears throat> hear more clearly again. So that's got, uh, good going for me. <laughs> I had it marked down. Yeah, I had it marked down on the calendar here, about my manatee calendar, about oh. asking you later about your ear rockets. About my ear rockets. Right also, now, is that is that on your calendar for when you have the change the Kimmer meeting coming up next week when you guys are all getting together to say how you can make my show better without uh, all the stuff that I keep doing? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Kimmer. That's on a need-to-know basis. I, well, there so. you are. See, again, I'm not <clears throat> at all surprised, actually. Funny you mention that because the Flounder's Funny is based on uh, hearing. So, uh, Oh, my God. Well, then let's do it right here. What? This is a perfect time. This uh, is uh, <laughs> Kevin Fitzgerald talking about hearing. 505 right here. Mother goes, will you tell them a joke? My mother keeps jokes in shoeboxes. She goes, will you tell the, the Provo people a, a joke that I know? She keeps them on index cards by the year that she heard it and by title. <laughs> On these, so here's her joke. I want the card back. I go, I'll give the key, take the card. <laughs> Guy goes into the doctor and says, Doctor, uh, my wife's very vain. She won't get her hearing tested. How can I measure my wife's hearing at home? He says, You got to do the home hearing test. Measure 40 feet, 30 feet, 20 feet, 10 feet. 
When she's 40 feet, say something. She can't hear you go 30, she can't hear you go 20, she can't hear you go 10. You tell me how many feet she first was away, and I'll make an apparatus for a year. Guy goes home, measures 40, 30, 20, 10. His wife's 40 feet away. Honey, wife's for supper. 30 feet, honey, what's for supper? 20 feet, honey, what's for supper? 10 feet away, honey, what's for supper? And she says, for the fourth time, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, got the wrong partner with a here. There you go. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, 506 with the camera, Pete and a Philander. Uh, 404-741-1230 is the number. 404-741-1230. A uh, quick update on, of course, a major story is the Jeffrey Epstein documents and stuff. But actually, you know, I'm going to switch that. I think the major story right now, Pete, is what you said. If you can grab that up again about what Jack Smith has done. Uh, the, the Jack Smith is that prosecutor been going after Donald Trump. He's all uh, Donald Trump's uh, lawyers have now complained and filed a, a contempt of court uh, complaint against him because Jack Smith is supposed to be laying off during the time where we're now in a limbo period before the courts rule whether Trump has to actually go to trial or not coming up in March. And during that time, there was supposed to be a stay for all the parties to not do anything. And Jack Smith has been going around complaining about stuff and, and still trying to set up Donald Trump. Uh, and now uh, Pete Davis uh, got this story just a little while ago, which I think is one of the most horrible, hideous and uh, disgusting and, and should be illegal uh, uh, situations that come up with this special prosecutor. Pete, tell the little people what Jack Smith's done now. Smith warns if Trump is reelected, he could use his State of the Union address to incite his supporters to kill opposing politicians. Did he actually say the words to use his power to kill opposing politicians? Well, let's see right here. Here's what he said. Here's his quote. <clears throat> the nation would have no recourse... <clears throat> Excuse me, just a second. The nation would have no recourse to deter a president from inciting his supporters during a State of the Union address to kill opposing lawmakers to ensure that he remains in office unlawfully. I, 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 I've never heard a more reckless, uh, violent a comment from uh, not only a prosecutor, but the guy going after the former president of the United States. I mean, this is outrageous. This, I, I mean, I, I can't believe, I literally can't believe it. Why, how has he got the balls to say something like that? They're desperate. They are desperate. I'll bet you the Democrats are going to use it in their campaign themes. You mentioned you saw I've, I've not seen the first uh, President Joe White trash commercial, but I know I heard a few a few seconds of it coming in on the radio, but I've not seen it and I heard the whole thing. But obviously it's a you know, Trump is bad. You can't, you can't vote for Trump. It's not him bragging about his accomplishments. <laughs> Uh, everybody's turning against him. The polls keep coming out. Every time I turn around, uh, well, now 80% of the Hispanics are no longer supporting Biden and the 12% uh, of young people. I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> how could they possibly? I, again, I still think he's going to fall down the stairs. I think they're going to figure out a, new, a way to get rid of him. And they're going to put the idiot in there? Well, the, uh, they're, it's going to happen. I, I can't believe that she'd be the front, that she'd be the key figure running for president. So, I mean, I, they're stuck. It's their well, own you know fault. It's, they, they, it's their own fault. The guy from the South Carolina is the one who got him elected, and they say everybody else is going to uh, fall by the wayside. And Biden said, I'm going to uh, get a black woman to be on the ticket. Here's what you get. 
Think about this, though. The Democrats are like the Chinese communists. They play the long game, and they can think, okay, we'll lose the White House for four years. We'll probably still keep the Senate, blah, blah, blah. In four years, we can run Newsom, or we'll find some other star to throw up there. We can get rid of the vice president. She'll be gone. Kamala Harris will be gone. All the Deadwood will be gone. Kennedy will be gone, and we'll put our own star up there, and we'll just be out for four years because Trump can only be in for four years, and he has to leave. So we'll just wait four years, and we'll put somebody in there, and we'll never get out again because by that point they're going to have start putting in the next 10 years or so all these people they've led across the border they're going to be registering them as democrats yeah 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 absolutely uh and, and again they've they're democrats are complaining that the republicans are holding up money for border security but they're what they mean by border security is that they have more agents to go down and fill out the paperwork to let more people in it's not to stop them from coming in. And the, Demo- uh, the podium princess, uh, uh, Surly Temple, uh, the uh, podium skank of the White House, uh, uh, one day after another, she ke- keeps saying, well, the Republicans are blocking us from coming up with a good uh, uh, program for the border, for border security. <laughs> oh, my God, the nerve of these people. They're just letting them in. Uh, well, anyway, uh, 510 with the Kimmer, uh, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's we'll come back to the uh, Jeffrey Epstein thing here shortly. Uh, but first, Flounder, let's do, uh, let's do, uh, play the Vivek uh, soundbite here talking about politics. Uh, this was pretty cool. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was uh, being uh, talking to a Washington Post reporter campaign event in Scott County, Iowa. This uh, 38-year-old biotech entrepreneur has schooled this reporter about uh, the position of taking an uh, opposition to white supremacy. And Vivek is saying, now, hold on a second. Here's how he took her to the, uh, the outhouse. I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which actually fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is, I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that, and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. What a simple way to put it. The best way to end discrimination on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. But again, that's now that's not it's not only allowable, it's mandatory. It's mandatory. Joe Whitrash said, I'm going to put a woman on this ticket and I want to get a black one. Well, the only black woman he had who was even running was Carmela Sidepiece, the shiftless, lazy disgrace of a vice president who never got a single vote. She was so hated that she never never ran in a primary. And he wasn't going to get the uh, Indian princess from Massachusetts. So he I mean, he, they, he said, I'm going to get a black woman on the Supreme Court. I'm not, he didn't say I'm going to get the best lawyer on the Supreme Court. He's going to get the best black woman lawyer on the Supreme Court. I mean, it's just, that's racism by definition. 
Anyway, <laughs> keep doing it. Uh, it's coming up at 513. All right, hold everything. Uh, we're, we got Holy Crap of Sports coming up, and then we're going to get a lot of this Jeffrey Epstein stuff. And if you haven't heard about the FBI and how they were blocking the investigation of the evidence into Jeffrey Epstein's uh, victims and the guys who were using them, uh, that's coming up. Also, uh, if you haven't heard the Ricky Gervais, we're going to talk about how Hollywood's been reacting to the Jeffrey Epstein case. And if you don't remember Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes three years uh, four years ago, by golly, you're going to hear it again shortly. 513, first Holy Crap at Sports next. Kimber Pete and Flounder. Look out. Alright, I got uh, 516 with the Kimber Pete and Flounder coming up. More on how Bill Clinton likes him really young, uh, and uh, so much more on the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case. But first, holy crap, are we still sticking with the name? Holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. <laughs> I guess that'll come up on the Change the Kimmer you know, show yes. next week. Yes. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> the Braves have nothing but confidence in new lefty starter Chris Sale. How much, you ask? Enough to sign him to a two-year contract extension worth $38 million, wow. which includes a team option for 2026. So Holy cow. Good, good news there. They must have good and medical report on plucky, him. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry uh, he's have a full offseason. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it should be a good one. Those plucky Mets continue to put together a third-place team. They've signed former Cardinals and Yankees outfitter Harrison Bader to a one-year deal worth over 10 million American dollars. Mm. Safety Jesse Bates III and offensive lineman Chris Lindstrom have been chosen from the Falcons to play in the Pro Bowl game. So congratulations to Jesse and Chris on that. And also congrats to Keith Maloof of Norcross High School. He's been named the Atlanta Falcons Coach of the Year for 2023. Going to serve as their nominee for the Don Shula NFL High School Coach of the Year Award, which is given to the coach that represents integrity, leadership, perseverance, dedication to the community, commitment to player protection, and on-field success. Wow. And Maloof is a pioneer in high school, 28 seasons as a head coach, won back-to-back state titles a few years ago, and recently became the winningest coach in Gwinnett County history with an overall record of 224-99. and 99. He is Gwinnett County's first 200-game winner. Is he a, a member of the famous uh, Tavern Maloof uh, Maloofs, I wonder? Well, I didn't know until I just saw a picture of him. <laughs> and if he isn't, he oh, ought to be. <laughs> really? <laughs> he looks like he look. He looks like every one of them. It looks like he, he could it be shooting like chickens on the roof. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know if they shot them. Yeah, <laughs> there was some shooting that went on in the past. There, there were chickens on the roof. Oh, yeah, I'm you're nice. right. Yeah. There could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the late great. Yeah. Uh, oh well. Man, uh, Michael Jackson is going to play in Athens next season. Uh, no, wait a minute. Michael Jackson the third is ah. going to play in Athens for the Bulldogs. Oh, he is a wide receiver transfer from Southern Cal. So uh, okay. be prepared to see that guy out there. Excellent. I don't know if he's related to Michael Jackson. Oh well, no. Uh, so after Alabama lost the Rose Bowl semifinal game to Michigan, did Bama head coach Nick Saban watch the second semi game? Washington beating Texas. Yes or no, Kimmer? Did he watch the second game? No, I bet he did not. 
You are correct, sir. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, Nick's wife, Terry, asked him if he'd like to watch the other game, and Saban said, no, not really. So Terry said, okay, we'll watch Netflix. <laughs> as to what movie they watched, Terry said it was Turkish or something. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess after losing... After losing such a close game, I'd find Midnight Express a light romantic comedy, too. <laughs> what a movie that was. Oh, my God. I remember that beating, a, beating the soles of your feet with a and, and then the little bratty little kid that he had. Oh, man, what a movie. Well, that's one where what's you the, had to escape. What's at, the moral? Had to escape out of that Turkish prison, right? That's, isn't that the one? Yeah. Oh, God. The moral of the story, do not try and uh, bring drugs in or out of Turkey. No, golly. He got what in, he deserved. was in his underpants like an idiot on a bus, and they caught him. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that's like that old, God, what was his name? Lamont, oh, Lamar Hoyt was a pitcher, oh, pitcher. for the White Sox, yeah. and he was playing for the Padres. And at the end of his career, he's playing for the Padres in San Diego, and they caught him coming over the border from Tijuana. He had shoved a buttload of pills in his undies. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. What was the highest? It's Trivia Day, right? Uh, yes, National it is. Trivia National day? Trivia Day. What was the highest attended ball game? The, the number of people. Uh, which game was it or the number of people? Which game? No, the, the the people that showed up. Which bowl game had the oh. most people show actually show up? Well, probably Rose Bowl. You're absolutely you're two for two. That's right. No, the dead. Rose Bowl, Bama versus Wolverines, had ninety six thousand plus. The second. Now, who was second? Uh, well, uh, probably Georgia. Uh, Peach Bowl. Hmm. No, the Peach Bowl had Georgia was nowhere near that. It was Ole Miss spanking Penn State. Over seventy-one thousand fans showed up for that game. By the way, and remember back in the seventies yeah. when people laughed at the Peach Bowl and the pretentiousness. Yeah. Oh, they think they're going to be a major bowl. They are a major yeah. bowl. They're you know New Year's Six now. I mean, it's big time. Whoever thought that man and Chick Fil A helped put them over the top by doing that when they signed on as well. Yeah. And they moved outside. You know, got out of that mud field. It's always cold and rainy yeah. in Atlanta. Fulton County Stadium. Yeah. It's always Indiana against North Carolina State. Nobody cared, and it was ridiculous. Well, it's a big time, uh, Charlie, right now. The Hawks beat the Thunder 141 to 138 last night. Jalen Johnson had 28 points, and uh, absolutely no defense was played at all. <laughs> going to say, any given time during. In well, fact, just, the Hawks are not going to be known for defense they, this year. They dribble down, they palm the ball, they walk with the ball, they take four steps, and then they launch these 40 footers. And I mean, my God, I, after. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Nobody b b tries to block a guy going to the post. I mean, it's just, nope. what the hell? Nope. <laughs> I know, and, and by the, the ABA. And, and by the way, I, I have to say this. I, I don't really, I don't, I, I watch the most probably two minutes. If I'm, if I'm flipping around and I see an NBA game to see what might be coming later, I may watch maybe a minute or two, a, a minute and a half at the most. And, as, and, and But I have to admire the talent of these guys. I mean, you know, as big and tall as they are, the bigger you are normally, the harder it is to have your little muscles firing in, in little specific motions. But these giants of men can launch those damn three-pointers and they just whoosh. I mean, it's just, just you know, without even, you know, just throw them. And it's, uh, I mean, it's pretty damn impressive, but it's sure not basketball. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't, whatever. <laughs> it's not basketball nope, like we played back it. in the day. I used to wear knee pads. Yeah, I, used to have, I used to have knee pads running down the course with my knee oh pads my on. That's absolutely, knee man. Knee pads on knee a pads. basketball yes, court. Yes, sir. 1963. Anyway. Uh, <laughs>
Mark Cuban, woke millionaire owner of the Dallas Mavericks, tweeted a long diatribe as to why DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, is good for both society oh, and please. American oh business. God. To which Elon Musk responded, cool. <laughs> so when should we expect to see a short white Asian woman playing for the Mavs? <laughs> yeah, put up or shut up there, money man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm really. 1942 on this date. What day? What the hell is today? The 4th? 4th. January. Yeah, today's the fourth. The tenth day of what was the tenth day of Christmas? Uh, Is that also the Lord's Lord's Leaping? I thought that was twelve. Isn't Lord's Leaping twelve? Nine Lords, ten Lords are leaping. Ten maids, eight maids are milking. Nine Lords leaping. Ten golden uh, sows. Ten uh, uh, milking skanks. Ten pedophiles. (laughs) I don't know. On this day in 1942, Rogers Hornsby, the 14th player to be elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And in 2005, Wade Boggs and Ryan Sandberg elected. Boggs, the 41st player. And to this day, (laughs) Ryan Sandberg remains the single most overrated (laughs) player in Cooperstown. That guy had the range of a Frigidaire at second base. (laughs) I watched for years on WGN as baseballs would clank off his glove into right field, and the Wrigley Field scorer would say, oh, that's a hit. And you'd see Harry Carey go, oh, that's a hit. It clanked off his glove. Yeah. Well, I remember that year in 1984. I was in, working with ABC and uh, WLS TV in Chicago, and I went to. I was in sports department for that that uh, summer. Went to every home Bra- uh, uh, Braves a uh, 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 Cubs game, and that was the year that Ryan Sandberg was making his big breakout. Bob Denier, Gary Matthews. I mean, there were some there were some good stars there. Uh, Leon Durham, and I mean there was some good Jody players. Davis. Jody Davis uh, from Atlanta, and by the way, number seventeen. Yeah. In fact, one time in the locker room doing an interview, I was interviewing somebody and behind the interview guest jody davis was naked at his locker and was uh <laughs> let's say finagling a little something to to dangle something to try to distract me while i was doing my interview anyway <laughs> so jody davis was a very nice fellow and i had a good time with him and by the way is that as if uh, is that uh, the yes, end of that's it well, no. one more thing sports inc pete 1984 for the second time in his career Wayne, I have to pause for because my bit my tongue is killing me. <laughs> Sorry, stop just, biting your tongue. Uh, I, I, gee, I, I, why didn't I think of that? Uh, in 1984, for the second time in his career, Wayne Gretzky scores eight points in one game, four goals and four assists, and it was at that time the highest scoring hockey game ever. Oilers beat Minnesota 12 to eight, <laughs> which is wow. Uh, something of a record. Wow. Anyway, a 526 for the Kim Repeat and Flounder. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, are we going to, are we, are we on with uh, Shannon Burke? After six, oh, after our we? show's over? Yes, Did, is are. that a, a Flounder? Do you, yes, uh, we are. Okay. Uh, Pete, are you okay. in for that or are you doing something? Sure. Okay. No, Again, yeah, if, after we get off at 6 o'clock, if you want to go to Florida Man Radio and dial up the Shannon Burke show, he's on till 7 there, and he calls us, and we go on for 10 or 15 minutes on his show. If you want to hear Shannon Burke, what he's up to, then you can go to Florida Man Radio, I think it is. Uh, 526 with the Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Jeffrey Epstein, Revelations. Bill Clinton likes him young. And apparently uh, he was mentioned more than 70 times in uh, the uh, documents. Also, one of the other claims was that uh, famed physicist, the late Stephen Hawking, who was uh, sparled in that wheelchair for most of his life, 
that uh, one claim by one of the uh, Clinton dinner people uh, at the mansion at the Herpes Island there that Stephen Hawking, who had that debilitating disease and died in 2018, was part of a Clinton dinner involving allegations that he participated in an underage orgy. And that Bill Clinton liked them young, uh, magician David Copperfield, who had already been accused of assaulting a model teenager in 1988, was there doing some tricks and then asked one of the girls who uh, was with him was very young, described as being very, very young. And he had asked whether they knew that some of the girls were getting paid uh, to be there. And so, I mean, it's just one piece of sleazy stuff after another. And uh, Flounder, let's do this. Let's get Ricky Gervais. Uh, the Hollywood elite is going nuts when these names are coming out. And if you don't remember, three year, four years ago now, actually, 2020, Ricky Gervais hosting the Golden Globes Award. And he made a bunch of cracks about these Hollywood elites and how all of a sudden the Jeffrey Epstein story started to break. And here's a little reminder from 2020. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world, people from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year. <laughs> it was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix. You win. Everything. Good night. But no. No. We've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way, so in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> you had to make your own way here and your own plane, didn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, <laughs> if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and off, okay? <laughs> Ricky Gervais, 2020 Golden Globes. And if you look at the video from that night, you uh, people like Tom Hanks were looking very nervous when he started talking about, uh, you know, Lolita Airline and Jeffrey Epstein's little horny island. Anyway, 5.30 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder on 106.3. Look out. Kimmer, Pete, and Falounder. A beach is a place where a man can feel He's the only soul in the world that's real Ba-bum. Was on this day in 1970, chauffeur Neil Boland was accidentally killed when the Who's drummer Keith Moon ran over him in his Bentley. Moon was trying to escape from a gang of skinheads after a fight broke out at a pub in Hatfield, England. 
Bolin got out to try to protect the car, but he left it in gear. He fell under the car and started moving with Moon at the wheel as he tried to escape the fight. The drummer had never even passed a driving test. And I don't know, was there, was that obviously an accident, clearly, but did they char ever charge him with a recklessness yeah. charge? They did? I th he, I don't know if he got into much trouble at all over it. It seemed to be just a big, yeah. bad, drunken accident, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I, that, birthday. That song you played is one of the great. Uh, that song you played is one of the great drum intros of all time. Uh, rock song. Let's do it again. Amazing. Can we do it again, Founder, or is it already gone out of your system? Could be. That's just a great that's, intro. That's a good beat. Our birthday list, Matt Fewer. Frewer. F R E W E R Frewer. Matt Frewer, that's what she said. Frewer, I barely yeah. even knew her. Uh, Matt Frewer, 66. He is Max Headroom. If you don't know what that yep. is, you gotta Google it. I mean, and I, you know, I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it, and I thought, wow, what the hell's going on here? The Max Headroom, and he does it, and then he started doing like fake commercials, and he became a huge, yeah, maybe just became a huge oh, character. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where uh, he's a good actor too. Yeah, his name is Max Frewer. He's sixty-six. More recently, he was Doctor Leakey on Orphan Black, Anthony on Timeless. Dulac on The Librarians and Taggart on Eureka, none of which I've ever heard of. Anyway, Max Headroom is 66. <laughs> and again, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, it's pretty clever. That's a whole thing. And let's see, a historical note here. Billboard magazine, the state 1936, publishes its first pop music chart based on national sales. Billboard today is, I guess, still the most recognized publication for the music industry. It started in 1936. What did I say? Fit 36? Wow. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, I got 537 of the camera, Pete, and Flounder. We have another Flounder's funny uh, in there somewhere? All right, at some point here in the next couple of minutes, let's do one of those two because that'll be fun. Uh, and again, if you just joined us, this is an amazing story. Uh, uh, Pete uh, found this. I'm, I'm she, where we got it. It hasn't turned up on my, uh, on my uh, sort of either Fox News or Daily Mail for some reason, Pete, about what Jack Smith said. Uh, again, he's opening his mouth while Donald Trump is supposed to be involved in a stay of all this stuff going on until the court rules whether he can even be charged and go to trial in March as Jack Smith's trying to get him to, uh, convicted for a crime so he can't run for office again. And Jack Smith is open is just making one lousy charge after another. Uh, and uh, Pete, uh, do you still have that uh, the quote in front? I mean, this is this is outrageous. I've never heard of such a uh, uh, of a horrible, vicious, pro-violent by someone of his ilk in my life. Yeah. Jack, uh, MSNBC actually put this out, and Jack Posobiec uh, tweeted it. Basically, here's the quote from Jack Smith. The nation would have no recourse to deter a president from inciting his supporters during a State of the Union address to kill opposing lawmakers to ensure that he remains in office unlawfully. That's Jack Smith saying if Donald Trump is elected president, what could happen in the, when he gets dressed with the They're crowd? They're projecting. Yeah. 
they're projecting what they themselves would do if they get pushed in the corner. They're projecting that onto Donald Trump. It's the Democrats who are always violent. Remember that. It's the Democrats that burned down the cities during the, uh, the George Floyd stuff. Yeah. It's, well, it's the Democrats who do all that. It's not our side. In fact, there's one meme after another going around. I get a biggest kick out of them. It shows when they called Donald Trump a Nazi. Uh, the party that's trying to take your guns is the Democrats. The party that's trying to censor your free speech is the Democrats. The party that's trying to make it a one-party system and not allow your competition to be voted uh, for is the Democrats. I mean, everything that the Nazis did, everything that these autocrats do is what the <laughs> Democrats are doing, and they're claiming Trump is the Nazi. They're the Nazi party. They're the modern-day Nazi party. What they believe in is truly... I mean, experiments on children, this whole gender-changing business. I mean, that's, ex that's all experimental surgery on children trying to change. I mean, and, and, by, and by the way, this is, no this is nothing new for Democrats. When I worked for the House of Representatives in 1989 for Tom Murphy, who was the king god boo-foo of yeah, Georgia, the yeah, Democrat, when yeah. it really was a one-party state back then. Yes, it was. And he got all the interns together. There's a hundred-something of us. And he gave us a, got us in a room and gave a speech how Georgia was perfectly fine as a one-party, Democratic ruled. We did not need a Republican Party. We did not need two parties. And I remember looking around the room going, did anybody else go to civics class <laughs> besides me? Yeah. Well, you know, the Southern Democrats were, were definitely a one-party rule. I remember when, you know, Maynard Jackson, the first black mayor, I covered his campaign. Sam Nunn uh, became a huge member of the uh, Armed Services Committee, uh, and you know, running. And I mean, this, that was, those were amazing times. It was all Democrats. There were no Republicans anywhere. It was a totally one-party state. Uh, 540. And again, on the uh, Jeffrey Epstein business, uh, this is amazing. The FBI, once again, caught in collusion with uh, bad guys, basically. In 2019, Christopher the Cossack Ray, the suspected Russian double agent, was appointed FBI director in the summer of 2017. In 2019, FBI agents testified during the Ghislaine Maxwell trial that after a raid on Jeffrey Epstein's townhouse in New York City, some evidence went missing. A girl special agent named Kelly McGuire testified during the raid. FBI agents found a safe with CDs, computer hard drives, money, jewelry, passports. She said FBI agents did not have a valid warrant to remove the evidence, so instead they photographed it. Then a few days later, they came back to obtain it, and it was gone. Uh, disappeared. Reminder, the FBI confiscated the Epstein tapes and has never returned them, says, in fact, Jack Posobiec, once again writing on X, that stuff has never been returned. Where is it? Who's got it? I mean, seriously, who's got it? Where is it? And what's on it and in it? The FBI raided Epstein's private island three days after he died, confiscated secretly recorded tapes supposedly of high-profile clients and underage children. These tapes have never surfaced. And that's according to Juanita Broderick, who was raped by Bill Clinton, wondering what the hell's going on with FBI Director Christopher the Cossack Ray, the, the seditionist. This man is a menace. He ought to be in prison. Take away his badge. My God, they've been in on this from the beginning. In the townhouse, they found the safe with all this stuff in it, and it's gone. Where is it? And they left it there. They should have had an FBI. Okay, if that had been Donald Trump or Donald Trump Jr., 
they would have had an FBI agent stationed at oh, my tongue. I bet my tongue is good. Oh, sorry. Stop doing that. Oh, God. It, well, it's, it's hurt, it's, attorney, it hurts so I much. I you to stop doing well, that. Well, no, it's not. It's when I talk too much, you're, eventually your, to, your tongue is going to hit the thing. Anyway, if that had been a Republican, they would have had an FBI agent stationed in that room until they got the proper search warrant. And you know it and I know it, and the FBI director knows it, and that damn stinking liar Christopher Ray knows it too. He's lied, I don't know how many times under oath, when he said, oh no, we didn't have, uh, I can't talk about the, uh, we didn't have any ag- uh, agents under surveillance under the uh, January 7th. <laughs> no, we never did. Oh, uh, uh, we, we warning the uh, lawyers that Hunter Biden's stuff was coming out? Uh, no, we, uh, <laughs> I can't talk about that. I mean, this is unbelievable. They, they caught him again. Absolutely caught him again. <laughs> I mean, just appalling. And I know they're still trying to put something in the trunk of my car to pull me over and pretend I'm some kind of like a Costa Rican drug agent or something. I guarantee it. I'm putting it on the record right now. And I put something in my trunk. <clears throat> but apparently, there, uh, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has told the producer of CBS News back many, many years ago, well, several years ago, 2016, I think it was, that there was a videotape with compromising Bill Clinton in uh, positions with young girls. And the guy said, we want something on Trump. We want something on Trump. She says, well, if you go after Trump, you have to go after Clinton. She actually showed more fairness uh, for the reporters than the, than the producer of CBS for 60 Minutes. He said, no, we, we got to leave Clinton alone. I just want anything that you got on Trump. She said, well, if you go after Trump, we're going to have to go video on Bill Clinton, too, on Herpes Island there. There's a little Caribbean island, little uh, Lolita Island, St. James. Oh, my God. I mean, I, again, who's got the tapes? And why? who could possibly be so powerful that they would not be able to go after these top powerful people? He's got to be above them. I, I mean, I, I don't. where are the tapes? Where's the evidence? Where is it? Is anyone ever going to be in, jo- uh, in jail other than a girl? One girl, Ghislaine Maxwell, is in jail, not one single guy. When you have one of the top members of the British royal family, the favorite of the queen, the favorite yeah, son of the queen involved in something like this, yeah. good Lord, how many other people above him are involved? And I remember the morning guys were saying that one, a couple of them had never heard of Prince Andrew before until this all broke. Prince what? Andrew, I know, I think they must have been kidding. Prince Andrew was the guy who, it was, wasn't that Sarah Ferguson? Wasn't that his wife? And then they split up. Yeah. And then Sarah Ferguson was famously photographed uh, having her, uh, with a Texas, some guy in Texas sucking on her toes on the beach. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's Prince Andrew. <laughs> that's his ex-wife. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's qu- oh my God, it's quarter of six already. Well, Flounder's fun. He's coming up, I promise, any minute now with a Kipper Pete and Flounder. Quarter of six right here. <laughs> <laughs> light my fire, light my fire, light my fire. You know that it would be untrue. Uh, what would that be untrue there? You know that I would be a liar if I was to say it to you. Girl, we couldn't get much higher. So, what do you want me to do about it? Come on, baby, light my fire. Yes, light my fire. The doors. 1967, Doors released their self-titled debut album, The Doors. The album features their breakthrough single, Light My Fire. And the lengthy song, The End, with its uh, Oedipal spoken words section. 
The album, I don't remember that. What was the edible spoken oh, word that. section? The end. Their At long, the end? lengthy song, oh, The yeah. End. It's the end. Yeah, that's, that's one, the end of the thing, or whatever that one was. But I don't he remember. He talks about ra <laughs> yeah, raping his mother and stuff like that. It's pretty deep. I don't remember yeah. that. Would that. Was that ever played in the radio? Am I thinking of the wrong thing? No. Maybe once late at night. <laughs> All right, then I'm thinking of something else uh, that had that same this kind of sound to it. It's the end. Yeah, this is the end. What was that? That's, a, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. This is the end. Wasn't it the same guy who did uh, When You Go to San Francisco, Wear Flowers or the something? The Beatles have well, a song called The End. No, this this was some well, chanting it, uh, thing. I Pete knows what I'm talking about. I think you remember the song. Yeah, this we we've laughed about this uh, song in the past. We played a little bit of it, but yeah, he talks in. In fact, they used it. Is was it Apocalypse Now? Somebody used it in a movie. Oh, that yeah, that may be where I've heard it. It was recorded at Sunset Sound Studios, The Doors album in '67 uh, in Hollywood over six days, and unique packaging of the album included each band member's bio. It says here it makes a big point of that. Uh, let's see, a couple of quick birthdays. Oh, if you ever saw the TV show Peyton Place back in the day, uh, was, wasn't that uh, the, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, girl? Tuesday. Was along, uh, um, Tuesday Weld, wasn't it? No, well, uh, it was uh, uh, Mia Farrow. Wasn't wasn't really? it Mia Farrow? I think it was Mia Farrow in uh, Peyton bangs. Place, if I'm not mistaken. She had that long, straight hair in the bangs and some really long hair down to her butt. If I remember correctly, and she was about 15. Sure. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, Barbara Rush was one of the stars of the TV show Peyton Place, among other things, famous actress. Uh, that's it. Beautiful friend. Yeah, this is The Doors, is the that, end. There, that's, what I'm, that, that's probably what I'm thinking of. But I, I've heard this song. Yeah, we played it before. Yeah. We laughed about it. Yeah. They actually have a 20-minute version. Yeah, I think that's what you were talking about <laughs> in the history thing. Yeah, well, we're not going to play that for you. Sorry. Anyway, Barbara Rush is 97 years old. Uh, uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin. We were just talking about her speaking of plagiarism. Uh, Doris, Doris, plagiarist. Is, Doris is 81. Although when she's on uh, the the, uh, the Ken Burns things on the baseball channel, she tells stories about her father taking her to the ballpark and uh, going yeah, across the railroad. I wonder if I they're mean, true. It's a wonderful, I mean, it's yeah. a, the wonderful tales, and you just feel so warm and fuzzy like Norman Rockwell's all over you. And then you find yeah. out that she was stealing some <laughs> That <laughs> stuff for Waller. Yeah. Anyway. And if she was conservative, she'd never work again. But she's on yeah. every documentary yeah. out there because she's a lib. Yeah. 2005, Ashley Simpson was booed off stage as she sang La La at the Orange Bowl. <laughs> of course, she didn't know what she was doing at the time, I guess, as I recall correctly. Uh, let's see. Quick. Uh, let's not do a history thing. Um, well, 40 years ago, 1984, on this day, the classic sitcom Night Court premiered on NBC. Harry Anderson's The Judge ran for nine seasons. Harry passed away in 2018. And, of course, a little hot body, that little blonde chick with a great bod. Oh, man, was she just... Melissa Rauch. No, yeah. no, no. The, 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 uh, no, uh, no, you're uh, talking about Marky Post. Post. Marky Post. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Lord, oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, now there's a rebooted show last year with Melissa Rauch as Harry's daughter, Judge Abby Stone. Uh, but I saw part of it, and it was, I thought it was pretty horrible. And they tried to bring, by the, bring back the funny guy, uh, and it, or some, not Moose because he was dead, or John Larroquette. John Larroquette. It's just not. It wasn't going. It, it was as bad as the Frasier remake, which I tried to watch and watch four minutes of it and just had to tune it off. Anyway, uh, 554. Holy cow. Uh, shall, we, shall we do a little Pete's tweets? We're almost out of time. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, there we go. A little thing here. And then we'll talk about backing your mattress and a flounder's funny. Standing by here in the next few minutes. But first, uh, Pete Davis, ladies and gentlemen. we got tweets and we got Pete. <laughs> Put it together. 
You mentioned earlier it's been 44 years since Reagan ran for uh, president first time back here in 1980. Mm. 44 years. Well, in the 1984 movie The Terminator, mm. Sarah Connor, talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger's android character, said to John Connor, I'm not stupid. I know these things can't be made today. And John replies, well, not today, in 40 years. That's today. That's today, yeah. That's when her Terminator was and, built. And here we are. <laughs> and by the way, they just built two they just built two AI powered robot dogs that have painted what they're claiming to be masterpieces that have sold for forty thousand dollars. Oh my god. We're doing. Uh, yeah. We're not going to be able to know what's them. real anymore for of anything. We're not going to know if, if you're talking to somebody real, or if you're if you're is the guy in the car next to you is real, or if you're hired by somebody who's real. I mean, this is unbelievable. What you? I mean, yeah. How are we supposed to figure this out? Yeah. We, we well, we won't have to. But wow. the, the yeah, thank God, I'll be dead. Have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Bay Area Discovery Museum in California is supposed to be educating kids about marine life. And maybe they do, in between shoving woke agendas down their throat. <laughs> Here's what the Follow the Science crowd is doing at the animal exhibits. They're putting non-binary pronouns on the animal plaques. In case you wondered, the anglerfish's pronouns are he and they. Oh, Lord. Uh, take me yeah, now. At that point. I, I, again, I talk about it. the change in our culture. Whoever heard of such a thing? Gendering fish at a zoo or something? I mean, it's just, I, 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 honest to God, if, you, if you're of a certain age, you, you must be going nuts as I am to say, how is this even in our vernacular? How is it even popping up that even someone would even think about it? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, let's end on a positive note. Yeah, please. Doritos, Doritos, which are already addictive enough, yeah. now have rolled out a bottle of nacho cheese flavored liquor which tastes just like the chips it how much would you pay for a bottle of dorito flavored liquor i don't i'm not much of a drinker so probably not much but i'll bet you'd pay a bundle uh, 65 dollars is what it's Whoa. going for oh mercy well, that's yeah. a lot that's a and lot and that's pete's tweets outstanding uh 557 do we have time for a founder's funnies uh, yes, we did. Well, outstanding. Well, here we are now. Um, thanks to Mr. Flounder right here. I was a little kid and my grandfather died. I remember I asked my mother, I said, when I die, will I see Grampy again? And she said, not if you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been busy. I had a job interview last week. The guy asked me like a hundred questions. At one point he said to me, do you gossip? So I said, No. But you know who does. <laughs> I haven't heard back from him yet. <laughs> My aunt retired this week. She worked at the DMV for 40 years. 40 years at the DMV. And in that time, she waited on nearly a dozen customers. <laughs> Do you ever have a friend you've known a long time tell you something that just blows your mind? Today, my best friend, who I've known my whole life, revealed to me that he's imaginary. <laughs> 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 I 
didn't see that coming. <laughs> Who's that guy again? He was on the other day, right? That, uh, the guy on the other day was Dustin Nicholson. This is a guy by the name of Brian Keeley. I'll find more of him. Brian Keeley. He's good, too. And that guy Nicholson, man, we got to play him more. I got a bunch of his stuff. Honestly, so. he, that, that, he was a very funny guy. And it was all good, happy, clean family humor. Making fun of his wife. I mean, you can't get any better than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said anything. Off early there. <laughs> oh, my mercy. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's what she said. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of vacuuming in a mattress, this guy, David Chen, uh, is on TikTok. He's got thousands of uh, 5 million views, 5 million views of him vacuuming his mattress. He's got his Dyson here. You see it's empty. He's going to vacuum the bed and see how much dust, and it's unbelievable. He said the last time oh. he cleaned it two weeks ago. I've never vacuumed my mattress. Are you, have you ever vacuumed a mattress? I, I wish you'd done this earlier. I just changed my sheets, so I'm going to have to wait till the next time I wash them to do it. Yeah. I've never Damn even it. thought of it. And apparently it just it builds up so much dust, and it's like they say your pillow weighs about 10 pounds heavier than it was when you bought it, too, if you haven't never cleaned it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, listen, God bless America. Uh, Pete Flounder, and it's only the Kimmer, and tomorrow we do it all over again. Let her rip Friday. I got to go here and kill me, though, first. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Stand by. Hoorah. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 